No portion of this program may be reproduced without the express written permission of WQAM BC Broadcast Group Incorporated. It's almost here. Saturday, training camp opens. Miami Dolphins football. A new beginning. Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami. Fort Lauderdale. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Woo. 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. Acceptable. To talk to Neil, dial 560-560 in Days and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM Now, the Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. I got your probiotics right here, homeboy. Look, brother, he be talking on the radio late at night. He be talking about small, but he ain't white. That's right. That's what he be sounding like. Yo, oh, be the show. Him, yeah. Well, you didn't think you'd miss Petey Lenny in sales either. I do. Is that because that uh, what's his name is a jerk? Uh, uh, that's among the reasons. What's his name? Andrew. Andrew, you're a jerk, Andrew. You're an idiot. Now, what part didn't you want me to talk about on the air? The fact that he's a moron. No, uh, you can talk about that. Oh. No, that he doesn't know how to tell time. He can't tell time, and yeah, he, and he doesn't know what we do for a living. He doesn't know what we show, so we make this factory and BS with you. Yeah. Other than that, he's a strange character. He's a what? Strange character. So speaking of strange characters, George watched. Um, there will be there boredom. Will be blood. There will be boredom. There will be ponderosa. Maybe that's where they got that thing in Bonanza about the ponderosa, because it was ponderous. <laughs> oh yeah. It was ponderous on the ponderosa, and that dramatic music. Every time there were like a bunch of people riding horses around, nothing was really happening, and the music was yeah. just. Going crazy. That was the, the least of my acid. complaints. At yeah, least you had something to listen to while you were being bored. Yeah, that, that's true. Kind of woke you up a little mm -hmm. bit. Bastard from a basket! Bastard from a basket! Oh, I drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. You Bastard have a milkshake. from a basket! I have a straw. Yeah. Oh, I drink was, your milkshake. doing John Houston during the whole movie. Oh. What a point. What a pointless movie. Mm-hmm. There was, there was no point. You're right. It was just... I mean, movies generally have a story. Yeah. Um, oh, it so, has a story. It was, you know, it was an excellent story about an a-hole so you didn't care about. So let me ruin that uh, before the devil knows you're dead for you. Not. Don't. I'm not going to ruin it. 
Yeah, oh, faster. See, I can't dump you. You know, I can press the button, but I still hear it. Yeah. So, in other words, your audience wouldn't. And then, now, that's yeah. a good idea. No, it's I not. You're it just going to ruin it for me. Don't be a bastard. Bastard in the basket. Bastard in the basket. Oh, my God. I kind of think our general manager is a basket case, so maybe he's a bastard from a basket. He is just the worst. See, there you go, starting off again. It's Thursday. Yeah. What do you got to pitch about? Tuesday and Thursday next week, and then I'm off for like 12 days. Mm -hmm. Slacker. Not that I'm counting. Yeah, slacker my ass. Slacker. Aren't you the one that was out sick on Tuesday? Not me. Yeah, that's me. I'm here. Oh, I was slacking. I'm supposed to be here. I'm here. I'm not calling in sick. Yeah. I'm not on my hands and knees puking my guts out because I'm doing too many drugs and banging too many um, street chicks. Is there any such thing? What? Street chicks? What are you talking about? Why do you make things up? Hookers. Why do you make things up? Cheap hookers. You think I can afford hookers, even if they're cheap? That's a good point. Here's uh, the poll, George's poll from yesterday. I voted for the winner. Did you? In fact, I think mine was one of the first yeah. votes on I, I gave uh, somebody else a sympathy vote, but it was an obvious choice. But only 312 votes? Well, what's that? What's well, I started that? it at 10, and then you changed it at 2. 205, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to come back in here. I had... I had. Uh, I know. Oh, it's fine. Like, I care. I had to hop in the uh, car and get off to Woodbine, lose some money. You know that uh, quick hit? That thing was dynamite for a while. Now they, they, they tamped them all down. They shut them down. George's pool, what was the best ass-kicking in the movies? 312 votes. My God. Sonny versus Carlo, the Godfather, 51. It's going to take an hour to read this pool. It's got too many damn names. Yeah, that's another Sean from Hollywood pool there. Oh. Billy Bats from Goodfellas, 40. Spartans for... I'm not going to read this. Okay, good. No, it's ridiculous. Right. I stopped at the uh, double-digit ones. Predator, Bare Knuckles, Dutch, and Predator, 3. I mean, there's all these. Clubber Lang pounds Rocky and Rocky 315. Basement beating in Fight Club 17. The only reason Sonny versus Carlo wins is because it's from The Godfather. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was a very good example. It's a perfect answer to that question. Even though most people didn't want to answer that question, they wanted to make up their own, as usual. Like what? Like just fights. People were calling in fights in movies. Oh, that was a good fight. Which wasn't uh, what we were going for. But, hey, whatever, you know. Ass-kicking. That, that was mm-hmm. the uh, topic of the poll. And ass-kicking was yeah, a lot like of you a, people a out there who serve roundly. Mm. WQAM, ass-kicking central. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yeah. Why the place going? Yeah. Thanks. My question What? How you Idiot. My the first caller. Like that. And that idiot, uh, Ken Charles, says, I don't do enough show prep, so I'm listening to them. Well, you talk about a guy who's living in a state of delusion. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to them for show material. The IOD online. I'm sitting here listening to them. I'm listening to Footsie and Tootsie and, mm. and Manny Munoz for material. Manny, who's to crank call the uh, station at IOD. Mm-hmm. Is that under Manny? I don't know. might be under Randy. No, it's under Manny Call. All right. Peter. Peter. Yeah, Randy. Peter. How you doing? I'm all right, darling. How are you? You got that Manny fired, huh? I got that Manny fired. Why'd you get him fired, you hypocritical? Oh, it's you, Manny. Why does Manny crank call the station? What is his Because he's an idiot. Because he's a total idiot. 
Former groupie. He was just a groupie, and all of a sudden he was on the air. He got hired. Isn't that the way it works out? Yep. Like Mr. Broward. Ah, what the hell was his name? Jules Adler was his name. Didn't know. Mr. Broward. Right wing, obnoxious, homophobe. I mean, just... And his name was Jules Adler, but he wouldn't use his real name on here because he was afraid people would think he was Jewish. He was a Farbissen Catholic. But Jules Adler sounds Jewish, doesn't it? Yeah. Nobody you know. Sounds Jewish to me. So he used Mr. Broward on here. Mr. Broward! I mean, what kind of a name is that? That would be like Dwight Fort Lauderdale. Talk about a stupid... If you're going to make up a name, make up a real good name like... Oh, God! That's right. Something easy, something that sounds plausible, like it could be a real name. Not Mr. Broward. God. I think I should write a book, The History of Florida Talk Radio, including on the West Coast, uh, Lassiter. Yeah. With his bunch of loser callers over there. Poor Blabo. I think they killed him, not the diabetes. You think I really believe that? No. Well, sounds good, though. Sounds dramatic, like, bastard from a basket! Bastard from a basket! And he's screaming it out, and of course, uh, the kid is still, the guy is still deaf. Right, yeah. Having a lot of impact. No, he was walking down the hall about 100 yards away, and he's still screaming, bastard from a And then, how did you like the ending? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, okay. I'm finished. You warned me. I'm finished. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I couldn't stand that preacher. Obviously, nobody could. I, the, the one Eli. thing I did enjoy in the movie is when he was uh, getting slapped around and screaming like a woman. Yeah, Eli, that was uh, yeah. Interesting. There was a lot of guys screaming like a woman. Yeah, in that movie. Speaking of ass kicking, that was a pretty good ass kicking. Yeah, yeah. When he had him down there on the ground and was slapping his face in, around in with the, the mud, and smearing him in the mud. Yeah, that was kind was of funny. But uh, other than that, yeah. What's the point? <laughs> yeah, there wasn't any point. The point is that it was uh, it was an epic. Uh, you know what it was like? It was like a Neil Diamond record. Damn. What Neil ever did to you? Every song that he ever recorded was like a big oh, epic yeah. production, and it, it, he was a legend in his own mind. Neil Diamond. See, I kept asking, is this a true story about a real Sweet person? Sweet no. along with with the melodramatic me, music. They're going to make me play Neil Diamond, and then the songs all suck. All right, here it comes. No, don't play any Neil Diamond. Come on. I can't believe you didn't like Longfellow Serenade. Oh my! See, there's another or example. Cracklin Rose. Cracklin' Rosie is a whore. Like that, you know. Crap. Neil Diamond. I think you're just an anti-Semite. Oh, is he Jewish? Are you kidding me? Next you're going to tell me that James Woods is Jewish. You need to see the uh, the jazz singer. I have seen it. Oh, stop. Stop with the Neil Diamond already, okay? America is begging you, stop. Please. Longfellow Serenade. See what I mean? Oh, God. You know what that? You know what that sounds like? Stop it! Stop it! That sounds exactly like the big, the beginning of the monkeys. A little bit me, a little bit you. A little bit. Didn't he write monkey songs? He wrote Did a couple. He? Yeah. We'll have to find out which ones now. Wow. Neil Diamond wrote monkey songs. Oh yeah. Oh, not crackling, uh, smackling Rosie. Yeah, crack smoking Rose. God. Now, why are you doing this to me? Because I'm a bastard in a basket. Yeah, a bastard in a basket. <laughs> I'm just going to sit back all and take my diamond all day. Sure. The 655 votes already on today's poll. 
on South Padre. And I did put it on a 205 yesterday. Five, Kill that. South Padre Island, Texas. Have you seen this guy on CNN? Who's in, in the middle of Dolly? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the all-time worst. Before, you know, in the past, we've seen these reporters. They stand out there in the middle of a storm, and, and they're practically getting blown off the face of the earth. This guy just getting drenched out there. And like uh, It's like a, an act of suicide. Of course, if you worked for CNN, you'd probably want to commit sausages, too, right? Unless you're Ricky Ticky Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Boy, he is emoting so bad these days, you wouldn't believe it. Worse than usual. Emoting. But, hey, that's America for you. Okay, let's do the break, and then we'll take a look at today's survey. It's not a poll. It's a survey. So we should get a 1,000 uh, tallies on there, shouldn't we, Chris? Yeah, I think so. You think so what? We'll get the 1,000 votes. Twelve minutes after 10, here's the schedule. we got the Jerk Show at 2, Mad Dog 4 to 6.50. First bitch with Jesse Agler, 6.50 to 7, which is an industry joke. 7 o'clock Dolphins tonight, which is not a joke. It's not a laughing matter, trust me. And then Curtis for a DA to 11. DA, who's been filling in for Joe Rose all week long, talking about the Marlin fans and how come they won't show up because the media, because of the Herald. Oh, is that we why? We keep talking about the fact that nobody shows up. I thought I it was because of me. a little bit of that Braves loss last night, and there was, again, uh, huge chunks of empty orange seats. Huge, Chris. Okay. Huge chunks of people disguised as empty orange seats. What do you want me to do about it? Go out there and support your team, baby. We love the Marlins. They're in your first place. Ba ba ba. Yeah. Come All on. Right. You buy me the tickets, and I'll go out there. No, I'm not buying you nothing. No. Neil Rogers got. Hey, ice cream lovers. First there was Ben and Jerry. Now there's something new. Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Bob. Have a taste. Yes, new Neil and Bob's gourmet ice cream with exciting new flavors like fudgical surprise, blueberry, and sorbet hind. Neil and Bob's gourmet ice cream. Have a lick. Oh, if there's a movie that you definitely don't want to see, all you people, Shudder is the name of the movie. The only reason I got it is because I went to pick up um, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead mm-hmm. and also a real, my own personal copy of There Will Be Blood so I can Ooh. watch it again and make positive sure it wasn't really bad, <laughs> and it was. And then I happened to see Shudder in there, and I'd seen the previews for that on TV, and they're like, oh, it's one of the scariest. Yeah, the, it's a piece of garbage, man. It's about as scary as somebody with an egg fart. It's just there's nothing scary at all. And I got halfway through it, and I just... I refuse to watch the rest. I won't watch it. Okay. Have you, have, Chris, I, I, have you I seen it? I don't know anything about it. Shutter. No, I don't know it. It's about this photographer, and he uh, gets married. And, uh, that they sounds keep, scary. Uh, they keep see, Yeah, that was the scary part. And they keep seeing these uh, ghost pictures. This chick, uh, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. I don't want to. It's just uh, boring. It's kind of like uh, There Will Be Blood, but even more boring. If that's possible. WQAM, hello. Very cutting edge. Okay, WQAM, hello. QAM. Hello, Neil. Yes. I find it interesting that Nils Lofgren has written an album of all Neil Young songs. Yeah. Um, all right, let me know. But you know what? About the movies or whatever you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let him know. Yeah, we'll send you, a tel- send you a telegram by Western Union. Who was it? Did Western Union the uh, fifth, uh, the five, uh, five Americans? Was that the name of the group? I don't know. You don't have Western Union in your collection of uh, fantastic hits. Looking. 
The Five Americans is the name of it. There it is. Yes. Good song, too. 1968, 69-ish. 67. Better than Neil Diamond, I'll tell you that. A Lake Worth retiree hit the jackpot at the Seminole Casino Coconut Creek on Saturday, winning more than $2 million on the quarter slots. Oh, the quarter slot guy. It's not our quarter slot guy, though, we know, because our quarter slot guy called on Tuesday. That schmuck. Am I right, Chris, when George was out sick? Yep. yep. Zach was on for you on Tuesday, by the way, and Zach was kissing the DA's ass a Tuesday morning. And I chastised yeah. it for him the whole show, but he, you know. And he also admitted that he was the one responsible for you guys not being able to get the free food anymore. That's right. Oh, you know the story? Yeah, I know the story. I still don't blame Zach. Well, he, he took the blame himself. Nevertheless. He said he opened up a stupid mouth and said, and my uh-huh. suggestion was that everybody order a lot of food and just put the bill on Joe Bell's uh, door. Just tape it to his door. Expense it. That's right. Ex- expense account. So then that way you won't be getting food that, uh, you know, you're plugging. Somebody will be paying for it. It'll be uh-huh. him or the station or somebody. Quit being such a cheap ass, Joe Bell. My God, it isn't bad enough. You want the people to work for free, then you don't want them even to get any free food. What kind of a grave robbing bastard in a basket are you? My God, bastard in a basket. And don't send me any more damn messages either. Is there a way I can block him? I guess I could, couldn't I? Yes. No, I can't. You you keep saying yes. I try to block all these uh, all these Viagra Cialis things I get on my, especially on Yahoo. They keep changing their addresses. Oh my. God. Dorothy Williams uh, wants you to know that you can uh, get that thing up again. Uh, oh, Dorothy, just go away. $2,029,595.34 to be exact, this uh, guy. The amount is thought to be a Florida record for a slots payout. Nearly double the previous record of $1.1 million, won in March at the same casino by a nurse from Margate. Seminole Casino Coconut Creek uh, Place. Casino officials did not name the 65-year-old winner who requested that his identity be kept secret. 65, my God, that's old. <laughs> you realize pretty soon I'm going to be 66? Yeah. Well, at least then I won't be 65 anymore. Right. Saturday's payout came from a Vegas-style slot machine connected to the other travel casinos across the country. The odds are harder, but the large pool of slots nationwide makes the payouts that much bigger. And guess what he won on? Wheel. Uh, fortune. Oh, you got it there, so yeah, you're reading it. The 65-year-old won on a Wheel of Fortune quarter slot machine. He has five days to decide whether to take the lump sum payout or 25 payments over time. And the reason he has to make that decision is because in Florida and all across the U.S., you've got to pay taxes on gambling winnings, which is the most outrageous pile of crap. I mean, the odds are stacked so bad against you, and you finally win something. Oh, well, would you like that in an annuity? And, uh, you know, if you live to be 100, you might get the money. Uh, what a bunch of crap. Lump sum or 25 payments over time. The guy's 65 years old already, okay? What do you want to do, live to be 100 so we can collect all the money? Just give me a check for the $2,029,595.34. That's what I say. And cut the crap. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. This is Brady Quinn. I want you inside my box. QAM, hello. Hey, talk to Neil. Speaking. Yeah, what's going on, bro? What do you got? Uh, nothing much. I just wanted to call. And oh, he just wanted to call. I don't have anything to say. He just wanted to call. Yeah, that picture of Brady Quinn is on our website now. Yeah. 
Now, Chris thinks that Brady is simulating oral sex in that picture. I have to go look at it now? Yeah. Well, he's, he's uh, half naked in there, but he's also got his arm in front of his uh, beautiful body. I mean, you know. And he's got this other guy who don't look too bad either, half naked, standing there. Every time you see Brady Quinnis with a bunch of naked guys. Anyway. Hands, uh, hands on guys' crotches and stuff yeah, like exactly, that. that's uh, exactly what he's doing. No kidding. No kidding. Well, you said it like, uh, you know, Chris is the only one that thinks so. always treat me like you I'm You said it like, like Chris a, a was delusional. Chris is delusional, gonna, but that's beside that the question. point. Chris is delusional. Well, I do work here, so. Yeah, that's right. He works for peanuts, and he can't even accept the peanuts unless he pays for them. Because Joe Bell is a bastard from a basket. Bastard from a basket. <laughs> I mean, it's just, not, not as the movie only boring and inane. It, none of it makes any sense. No. And, and you already know when he puts the kid on the train, you already know he's going to abandon. Yeah. I abandoned my son. He wasn't too credible there in church when he was uh, receiving the um, no, but blood he, of was, Christ or whatever that was. It was funny. He was being baptized. Yeah, I know that. See, there he goes again. Like I'm what? some kind of an imbecile. I don't know he's going to be baptized while they That's smear all the water said. all over him. You said when he was receiving the blood of Christ. Whatever the hell he was receiving, okay? He was taking it Rectum. somewhere. <laughs> and he never had a wife, you know. No, I know. They kept asking him all during the movie, and there's, I think there's some message in there. Who's that guy he was living with? Mm -hmm. I'm finished. And it didn't make any difference. He had so much money that I guess he could get away and do whatever the hell he wanted. Is that part of the point? Like he, and you notice there was no blood when he shot. He shot his fake brother in the head twice, yes. and there was no blood. It was maybe, like a little... Huh? Maybe it was on the other side. And even though there is... The movie is in color, of course, but it might as well have been a lot of the scenes just in black and white. Like when he finally bashes Eli over the head with a bowling pin and s splits his skull open, and the pool of blood is forming on the bowling alley, and the blood is black. 687, oh, did I ever read this? I never even read no. this pool. What's the highest level of schooling you completed? It's a survey. Some college, 228. Graduated from college, 213. Well, we got an educated crowd. Can't you tell by the calls? Oh, yeah. Postgraduate, 115. Graduated from high school, 84. High school dropout, 18. Elementary school dropout, 14. Currently in college, 10. Currently in high school, 3. And junior high or middle school dropout, 2. What about kindergarten dropouts? We got a few of those. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Ice capades, man, it's such a dirty trade. Tanya tries to win. She was second best, and it hurt her so. Oh, oh, oh. Nancy Kerrigan, the bitch was gonna win again. Tanya blocks revenge. Hires out a henchman. Oh, 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 oh. As Nancy Kay was leaving the rink, she snuck up from behind. Bang, bang, Tanya's silver hammer came down upon her knee. Bang, bang, Tanya's 
some crap on the internet you know there's a lot of interesting crap on the internet about race announcers okay and it had nothing to do with race callers but it was a line about harry carey in the middle of a cubs game he yelled out oh look at who's down in the crowd there seika is here yeah yeah what's wrong with that so harry liked his porno what the hell's wrong with that he was an old drunk why not mm-hmm. old pervo we can respect that we like that we like perverts on this show sure it's a show about perverts, broadcast by perverts, mm-hmm. and, of course, bastards from the basket. A Boone County woman. Where's Boone County? Oh, this is um, Indiana. Is that named after Pat Boone? But maybe. Or Boone Pickens, T. Boone Pickens, who's saying, oh, don't, don't you get that oil now. We're going to, well, man, what a nut job. Have you seen those spots? Yeah. A Boone County woman accidentally stabbed herself in the foot with a 36-inch sword used in a Wiccan ceremony in a Lebanon seminary, police said. <laughs> I heard that story. You did? <coughs> yes, no, I did. Sure did. According to a Lebanon Police Department news release, Catherine Gunther, 36, was performing a Wiccan ceremony of thanks in Oak Hill Cemetery around 12.15 Saturday morning when she ran the blade through her left foot. She said in an interview Monday that she'd had a run of good luck recently, wanted to give thanks with the right. Gunther said she was aiming to put a sword in the ground when it accidentally hit her foot. A sword. It wasn't the first time I performed a ritual, but it was the first time I put a sword through my foot, she said. She immediately pulled the sword out of her foot, and her companions transported her to Witham Memorial Hospital. According to police, no charges are expected to be filed in the case, although Gunther and her friends were warned against trespassing in the cemetery after established visiting hours with her wicked crap. I wonder if she knows any bastards in a basket. 
That, that, that was just the icing on the cake, that scene. Mm-hmm. Just just to prove he was a hard-ass old right. bastard, and, as if we didn't already know right. that. The, and didn't we already have a pretty good idea sure. that he was a heartless, cruel, rotten son of a bitch? Didn't we already know sure. that? You bet. You're saying, yeah, and? The whole movie. Right. And, and, and so what's the point? Right. He's a nasty, rotten, mm-hmm. old, thieving piece of turd, and what else? I kept asking, that? is this a true story? Because that's the only excuse that uh, that you'd have true to make it a true story. Yeah, but no, it's a made-up story, so what's the point? WQAM, hello. QAM, chewing line. Hey, yeah, and then that scene with the uh, when he calls him the bastard in the basket is, hey, you're going to be my competitor. Don't you know that? Yeah. But listen, Neil, Neil. Don't wait anymore. The best movie is Eastern Promises. Don't drag your feet anymore. Why? Which the bastard in the basket. Why, is it going away somewhere? No, but I mean, you keep talking about uh, some other movies, and you had the opportunity yesterday. Uh, you want to get some movies? Eastern Promises. Oh, what do you mean I had the opportunity yesterday? How do you know what I had the opportunity to do yesterday? What does that mean? Oh, you said you were at the video store. I never said it was yesterday. Oh. Yeah, get with you better start taking better notes, man. Okay. See ya. A campaigner against Heathrow Airport's third runway has attempted to glue himself to Gordon Brown at a Downing Street reception. Dan Glass, a member of Plain Stupid, that's P-L-A-N-E, was about to receive an award from the Prime Minister when he stuck out his superglued hand and touched his sleeve. Plain Stupid, says Mr. Glass from North London, and glued his hand to Mr. Brown's jacket as he shook his hand, but Downing Street said there had been no stickiness of any significance. It was a sticky situation. Plain Stupid recently gained publicity by mounting a protest on the roof of Parliament. Spokesman Graham Thompson said Mr. Glass, a 24-year-old postgraduate student at Strathclyde University, had smuggled a small amount of glue through Downing Street security checks in his underwear at about 1,700. Ha, 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 ha. He smuggled the glue in his undies. All right. Woo! Mr. Thompson said his organization was attempting to make Mr. Brown stick to his environmental promises. Isn't that cute? Little play on words. Not. Those stodgy Brits, man, they got a sense of humor or what? Makes you wonder how the hell Monty Python was so funny, because all the other Brits, really just tragic, including that Mr. Bean. Right, maybe that's why. Why? And they're all pent up, you know, so that when they do comedy, they really go into it. Monty Python was the only funny uh, British people I ever can. Uh, can you come up with another one? Uh, good point. No. Let me think about that. What was that, uh, Faulty Towers? Yeah, well, that was a spinoff, kind of. That was John Cleese. That was, but it was crap. It was not funny, no. No. And neither was uh, Mr. Bean. He's a has-been, if you ask me. Kind of like me, a has-been. The um, footsie and footsie. What do you call it? The show that he was in, not not the Mr. Bean character, but the uh, the Black Adder, the one series, just the one, was very funny. The Black Adder? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of different Black Adder series starring him and a bunch of other people. The Black Adder was a snake. It is. It's the name of a TV show also. Well, what sense does that make? Is that like Monty Python? That was the name of the character. That, uh, is that like Monty Python? Is yes, that a rip-off like of that? that. No. Snake names? Yeah, there it is. 709 tallies on our survey. What's the highest level of schooling you completed? Is there any point in reading it? Look at all the educated people we got out there. And obviously they're smart enough not to call. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil, this is Randy West. And if you can't tell the difference between me and Ron Jeremy, 
You should try girls. Do you know anything about chocolate? From the controversial mayor of New Orleans comes a brand new chocolate treat. This will be chocolate. Racist peanut butter cups. How do you make chocolate? It's a delicious brand of dark chocolate. You take dark chocolate? Surrounding a super dome of peanut butter. And because it's Ray Nagin's racist peanut butter cups, all the peanut butter has been moved out and replaced with chocolate. That's the chocolate I'm talking about. Just the way God intended. It's the way God wants it to be. And be sure to try the delicious new chocolate drink, Megan's Quick. You mix it with white milk and it becomes a, a delicious drink. And for chocolate and nothing but chocolate, try racist pieces. You can't have chocolate no other way. You can't have it. 16 to 11. Now, I just put away my two discs, okay, that I had in the uh, CD. If okay. I can turn the CD decks off. Because like okay. I said, I'm playing all oldie moldies today. Have you noticed that? Yes, I have. I'm playing a lot of oldie moldies today that really? we haven't heard in a long time. All right. Can you play some Mickey and Eisner? No. Ooh. Doesn't that just grind you after a while? Yeah. I mean, Although yeah. we did have three lady callers on Tuesday. Isn't that exciting? That is exciting. Wasn't that good, Chris? We had good callers on Tuesday. A few. It weren't too bad. Yeah, we had a couple yeah, of good ones. It wasn't too bad. It was a decent show, even without you. Gee. Not because you weren't here, but just, you know, you just missed a decent show. I'm not going to say it's going to happen again. Maybe I'll listen to the archives. No. I <laughs> know. No, listen to uh, Ken Charles on IOD. Who? Then you won't have to do any show prep. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, that Eastern Promise is pretty damn good. It's all over the weekend. Well, what's it about? It is about a Russian-connected mafia guy who's living in London with a bunch of prostitutes and heroin and people killing each other and beating the crap out of each other. Oh. Okay. It was actually pretty good. It was quite a nice, a nice suspenseful drama. It was good. It's two hours. What's the big deal? No, that and hey, just had a great sandwich at Howie's. Got to give him a plug. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> did you pay, did you pay for it? No, oh, he, he, that was it. He's gone. He's gone. Oh well. Well, I want to find out if he paid for it because if he didn't pay for it, Jolly Joe's going to come knock right. on his door down. It. He's going to give him what for? I still have that memo here somewhere. A lot of people in the summertime, they're here, they're there, they're gone. Sure. And they missed some of the excitement that goes on here at QAM. Here it is. I saved the memo. Dated July 9th. To all staff from Josh Darrow, Carbon Copy, Joe Bell, Ray Food Delivery. From this point moving forward, all food ordered to the radio station must be bought and paid for. We can no longer receive food free of charge. Any food or restaurant mentioned on the air must be tied to a sales or promotions program. You can still talk about restaurants and food on the air as it relates to legitimate show content. Well, thank you so much, Clarence, you jackass. You fairy. <laughs> oh, my God. I get choked up just thinking about it. So just another example of uh, Jolly Joe Bell being a hard ass and trying to make everybody miserable, make everybody as unhappy as uh, they possibly can be. That's his role in life. He's kind of like uh, Daniel Day-Lewis in that movie. Daniel Plainview. He didn't like anybody, remember? No, uh, yeah, I know. Didn't like anybody. That's Jolly Joe Bell. He don't like anybody. He pretends he likes you, but I'd be real. I would definitely uh, not turn my back toward his fat ass. All right. WQAM, hello. Neil, I got a movie recommendation. Yeah. Antoine Fisher. What is that? It's a movie. <laughs> Antoine Fisher? <laughs> No, it's Is that um, like Macy Fisher. No, Antoine Fisher, based on a true story. 
Um, Denzel Washington's in it. Um, it. It came out like three, four years ago, I think. Yeah. Very good movie. True story about what? Um, about this guy's life and how he grew up in a foster home and he was abused and he came out on top. Oh, my God. Sounds depressing. No, it's very inspiring. Was he a bastard from a basket? Yes, but... Uh, okay, well, I've already seen one of those. 723 on the survey. We're going for 1,000 today. Chris has lost his mind. You're, you're crazy. What? We can do it. Based on what? Based, Based on, on the hope. 24th of July and there's nobody in town? Uh -huh. the, you can go bowling on the streets of South Florida because there's nobody around? Nobody with a half a brain? Anybody that's got more than like $5 to their name and the opportunity to take the time off, they're, they're gone. You do understand that, don't you? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And, of course, I said anybody with more than 5 bucks to their name, which left both of you out. That's nevertheless. Right. WQAM, hello. Now, you notice that? I punched it nice and like firm, like a real man. I heard you. WQAM, hello. I'm a bastard. In a basket case. QAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I, um, I just wanted to call and tell you, I shoved this Verner's soap. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I paid for that sandwich, so Joe Bell can stick it under that. It okay. In fact, here's the rest of the sandwich, Joe, and he wants you to stick it deep Rectum. in your ass. An ass sandwich. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what if you took a tongue sandwich? No, I'm sorry. That's not what's in it. That's where you stick it. An ass sandwich for Jolly Joe, who's all ass. How do you like that, him sending me an email? Well, how, how would you react to that? Well, I mean, I don't mean if he sent you one, but... Uh, ignore it. You'd ignore it? You wouldn't, you wouldn't be... Uh, no, if I, if I were you, I would ignore it. Well, I mean, I'm not paying any attention. Life's to too short, short, especially at your age, to be wasting what does any that time. Mean? Don't waste what does any that time mean? on my new show. Any minute, any minute could be your last. Don't waste a minute of your time on anything other than fun. <laughs> fun? When the hell does that start? That's right. Two o'clock, I guess. Sure. No, I'm having fun uh, here so far today. It's been a blast. You believe me? No. no. Got jerks coming up at 2 o'clock, though. We had a caller on Tuesday that was actually defending that show. Remember, Chris? Um, He was talking about D.A. having a oh, point oh. because he's so bad and about how all he does is talk about sports. He doesn't do any entertainment uh, as opposed to jerks who does all this other whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. As opposed to jerks who does all that uh, jive uh, crap, whatever it is he does. Coming at you. Coming at you. Uh, whatever that is. What is that? It's coming at you. I mean, I know what it is. Crap. Yeah. WQAM, hello. What a shame. QAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, sir. Yes, I just wanted to let you know that them Cubbies are playing the Marlins tonight. Don't care. Didn't, care. didn't care last week, won't care next week, and you can take your Cubbies and stick them where the moon don't shine. This is the year. Yeah, this is the year they'll fold up again like an accordion. Keep telling yourself that, moron. Moron. Idiot. How'd the Marlins do last night, by the way? Did they really lose 9-4, or did somebody just yes, make they that did. up? They really somebody just made that up. Probably Norman Brayman made that up because he's, uh, you know, he don't like the organization. Hey, your you buddy go, Richard Norman. Simmons is on the hill. What? Your buddy Richard Simmons is on the hill. Congressmen and presidential candidates, in order 
to let everyone know how important this is. Oh, my God. And here I stand with a vision today. Everyone is not a jock. Everyone cannot play sports. Everyone cannot run. But everyone can be fit. It's not important if you're a jock. It's important that you have your health. How about if you were a jock? And right now, do not have I guess you don't know anything about QAM. I have a vision. I know a very have Richard Simmons, uh, just a portion of some of his testimony. Oh, come on. You're no fun. They cut him off in mid-scream. Hey, Richard. You fairy. This is what your Congress, this is um, America's Congress hard at work. So we're told that he will switch into that famous workout wear for a rally and some... Oh, my God. Are you, are you schmitting me? How about, how about if he pulls out a deck of cards now and does deal a meal right there in front of the house? Wouldn't that be great? Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, did you see uh, the, the Dark Knight by any chance? No, I did not. No, um, George I, I was kind of disappointed. I know George Blythe was kind of disappointed with it. Um, there was a few good parts. Um, Heath Ledger played a really good role. Um, like but he's when still, he shoved the pencil through the guy's head, that was the magic trick. Mm -hmm. He's still dead, though. Uh, he's ruining the movie on purpose. He can't keep a straight face. Uh, but, uh, break here. you take care, Neil. Uh, what do you mean he's ruining the movie? He's giving away things in the movie. He's a smart ass. He's a crank. It schools out, and he's giving things away. And he couldn't keep a straight face. And nothing. Richard Simmons couldn't keep a straight face. Well, either. he couldn't keep straight anything, could he? No. No. You fairy. WQAM. Hello. Hoops and heat and hoops and heat and oh my, oh my. There you go. That's QAM for you. In a, in a nutshell, a, a really nice uh, synopsis there of what QAM is all about. And that bit with Richie Simmons saying not everybody can be a jock, but everybody better wear one. That's the Beasley credo, man. You can't always yeah. be a jock, but you better wear one. On your face. And at the very least, you better sniff one, especially if Brady Quinn wore it once. Hey, Brady. You fairy. What a screamer. Now, why do you think he's doing all that? Because all the rumors about him being uh, gay. Or, or maybe he is. Maybe that's just swishful thinking on my part. <clears throat> just uh, it conjures up some real um, images. Maybe that's why the Dolphins didn't draft him. QAM, hello. Now, how about that ugly chick that was with him on draft day, Chris? Is that just his beard? Uh, Richard, yeah, maybe. Richard Simmons is my friend. WQAM, yeah, birds of a feather. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Where's all the white people? WQAM, hello. Yo, Neil, great show. Yeah. Hey, what's I going to tell you? What about some Santa Cruz? That's some oldie goldies right there. Please, I've been asking you for like a month. Hey, Lou, can you come over to my house and cut my grass today? I know you're listening. I mean, Julio's in the house. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I tell you, we're getting uh, some variety here this week, which really shocks the hell out of me. <clears throat> Did we have some variety there on Tuesday, Chris? Yeah, we had more. Oh, this had more women call us in. We had some different people. That was my point. Not that we had the three women. I just said that a minute ago. No, you're, you're like a parrot. You just repeat like they're callers. Just repeat whatever I say. Whatever you say. Well, we're not going to make any money. How's uh, Josh Cordes doing, by the way? I see you got the stories up again today. Very good. 
We had one day, I forget what day it was. He just uh, didn't bother getting them up at all. Was it last Monday or Tuesday, whatever day? Maybe it was Tuesday when George was out sick. Maybe George and Cordis were, like, hanging out together. and so uh, That's it. Have, maybe George was preventing him from doing his That's duties. That's it. Figured it all out. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. How's things in Toronto? Excellent. Um, a couple of years ago, I took the train from Toronto to Montreal. Mm-hmm. Ate at Schwartz's Deli and then drove up into Laurentians. You ever done anything like that? No. Do you, are you against going to Montreal because of the French-speaking? Um... That, that is correct. I've been there about five times, and I will not be going back. Do you eat at Schwartz's Deli? Too many frogs. No, I didn't eat at Schwartz's Deli. You didn't? The, the no, smoked... I know where it is, though. I've seen it. The smoked beef. Famous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, horrible. Smoked oh, you don't like it? Horrible. You know, but you didn't have. Yeah, you know what that is? That that's pastrami for frogs. Smoke meat. That's what that is. Pastrami for goyim. All right, okay, listen. Have a good time on the train. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Watch solid. Your brain. Any questions? Hello, American Yankees. Are you tired of your kids protesting breakfast every morning? Well, stop new breakfast revolution with Tiananmen Squares. The delicious new cereal kids love because we say so. Tiananmen Squares. Three flavors kids like most. Rice, sugar, soy sauce is msg terrific. This gang of four, no problem. Tiananmen Squares. If you get only one square meal a day, make it Tiananmen Squares. That's right, Chairman. You get a mouthful in every bite. Pacific Rim shot, very funny joke. You eat, you ride, you go work. Well, the uprising in your belly with new Tiananmen Squares. Print or tank in every box. 1102 at 560 WQM. Happy Thursday, July 24. A lot of open lines on that phone. We have a lot of open things. Oh, and I mentioned it on Tuesday, and you were out sick. I saw a vacancy again. Okay. Because I knew you liked it. It was all right. I thought you liked it. I liked it fine. It was not like a lot of surprises or something in it. I didn't hate it. Likes a pretty strong word. I like it. I gave it an adequate. I'm not saying there was any great acting in it. No, it was fine. I mean, it was no uh, There Will Be Blood. But then what else? Oh, thank God for that. It was just a wee bit more exciting than that. Yeah, tad bit. And let me ask you, what happened to all the rats in the tunnel? I don't know. Remember when they were crawling through the tunnel the sure. first time on the way into the orifice? And then every time somebody was crawling through the tunnel again going back, the rats all uh, van moose. Maybe no. they got out. Maybe they are, they're on a schedule. Is that it? Maybe they went schluffing. The legal fight over that new Florida Marlins stadium. And by the way, Hubsay and Dreard with that new stadium. Okay, David Sampson, you, you fairy. You fairy. You simpering idiot. The legal fight is linked ever so tenuously to the fate of a controversial four-lane road project 700 miles away in the Florida Panhandle. Never learn your lesson in South Florida, do you? You let the politicians keep sticking it to you, man. People must like getting raped at it. There must be the mo mentality. They like getting raped at it in South Florida. How's the old Miami Arena doing? How's Miami Stadium doing? I still think what we ought to do is have a, a venue on every street corner. An arena, a stadium. What do you think? Sure. It's not like, at least like people, Starbucks. Then there'll be no excuses. Oh, it's so far from where I live. It'll be right there on the corner. That's right. Just like Starbucks and Tim Hortons. State Circuit Judge Jerry Beth Cohen is delaying a decision that could make or break the Marlins bid for a new retractable roof stadium on the old Orange Bowl site. 
I mean, what does it take? How many years of nobody showing up does it take before somebody gets the message? Nobody freaking cares. Don't you get it? I don't give a crap what D.A. says with his oh, point. Oh, you know, He just hasn't been around long enough to figure out it's a front-running, phony, horseball town. It's not a sports town. Yeah, we've got 16 sports stations now, but that's because uh, nobody knows what else to put on the air. Because they won't let George program the station. And put the, what's your name, Brooke Daniels back on the air. Yeah. There you go. That would be a big hit, the Babbling Brooke show. That's right. When in doubt, drag her ass out. For some waxy bulldog. Auto dealer Norman Brayman is challenging the legality of the $3 billion downtown Miami mega plan. One of Brayman's arguments, the city and county cannot use bonds backed by property taxes generated inside community redevelopment area districts without putting the project before the voters. And, of course, they know that if they put this before the voters, the voters would say overwhelmingly, no, no, no way. They've done poll after poll after poll, and believe you me, the public don't want no part of it. Judge Cohen and a covey of elected leaders and bond salesmen across the Sunshine State are anxiously awaiting a decision by the Florida Supreme Court on the case from Escambia County. I wonder who put the scam in Escambia County. In May 2006, Escambia County commissioners approved issuing up to $135 million in bonds to pay for a new four-lane road on Perdido Key near Pensacola. Dr. Gregory Strand sued in state Supreme Court to block the bond issue, which would have opened up the island to additional development pressures. As Maria Bartiromo would say, the market's under pressure. It's under pressure. Just like those bags under her eyes are under pressure. It looks like her eyes are going to like pop right out. That crazy bitch. How's the market doing today, by the way, George? What? You mean what? You mean like what? Like Doris Market? Yeah, how's Doris Market doing? Just how's the, what's his name doing? What's his name? Our friend down the street from IOD, Sonny. Oh, the oh, Dow's yeah. down 113 and a half point. And the S&P is down. Remember the S&P is up, guy? Well, the S&P is down. I can also tell you the price of oil. Oil's going down. See, what they do, this is the way it works. They get it up to this 124.16, 124 bucks a barrel. They get it up to 140, and then it gets to 124, which is still way, way unacceptable. And then they say, oh, you see, it uh, went down. That's the psychology they like like gas will be four and a half bucks a gallon, then when it gets to like three ninety nine they'll say, Oh, it's under four dollars a gallon now, what a bargain. That's the way they rape the world. It's all part of the big grand scheme to separate you from every dime you can make, can find. Anyway, Dr. Strand sued to block uh, the thing. His Tallahassee attorney, David Theriak, said Strand believes developers, not current Perdido property uh, owners, should pay to widen the road. Strand argued the state constitution prevents Escambia County from issuing bonds back with property taxes without subjecting the project to a voter referendum. That's what we need in Dade County, a referendum. So, the, Oh, here's another one of these facts from the same person again. Remember these on Tuesday? Uh-huh. I wasn't here. You know, th this is pathetic. Like, I don't already know this. Neil, just heard you complaining about the lump sum payout at the Seminole Casino. You should know it's not specific to the Indians. Most slot jackpots work the same way. You get a choice. Like, like I don't already know that? I mean, do the Indians control the lottery? No. Doesn't the lottery work the same way? Yes. Most slot jackpots work the same way. You get a choice of an annuity or a lump sum. It has nothing to do with Florida state law or U.S. government taxes. Sure it does. 
It is true that if a Canadian citizen wins a jackpot in Canada, they don't have to pay income tax, but that's a separate issue. No, if anybody wins a jackpot in Canada, whether they're a citizen or not, there are no taxes on gambling winnings in Canada, eh, you moron? In addition, it makes no difference if you're a citizen, as you'll have to pay tax on it anyway. The U.S. government is the only one in the world that taxes its citizens on all worldwide income, which means if you win any jackpot over $1,200, whether on a cruise in international waters, any casino or lottery in Macau, Monte Carlo, Canada, you're responsible to report it to the IRS yourself. The casino will not report to the IRS. The U.S. obviously has no jurisdiction. Let me say it again. There are no taxes anywhere in the world on gambling winnings in Canada, eh? So you can just continue writing page after page. You've got to see this thing. Spent a half an hour typing out all this crap. And, and again, don't know what he's talking about. There are no taxes on gambling winnings here. A, no matter who you are, where you came from, where you stuck to the uh, quarter slot, you quizzling, you... Uh, you fair. And another guy giving me a lecture on stuff he knows nothing about. And, yeah, and then he goes on later in the, in the facts to say that the U.S. is the only country in the world that taxes uh, its people on all their gambling winnings. Are you following that? I'm or following like it. Out of the loop. Already out. I mean, I know I'm you knew you don't need the money. Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. Hi, do it. Uh, QAM, hello. Hi, I'm T. Boone Pickens, and I approve this message. Go pick it. Go pick it at the ticket. Stand outside with a big uh, cardboard sign that says, I'm a moron, okay? That's why I'm over here at the ticket with Dennis Collins. Remember that day, the snooze cruise? Yeah. When we put the tombstone on the sure. lawn out there in front of what used to be WNWS, 790 on the dial. They wouldn't right? uh, receive it, those humorless bastards. They wouldn't uh, take it. Bastards in a basket! Ah. Bastard in a basket! Now, am I wrong? Does the movie seem like it goes on for at least ten hours? It, it, I had to watch it in two installments, as a matter of fact. I mean, to take a break. On uh -huh. and on and on. And they're drilling, and the oil is pouring, and the people are dying, and he's a miserable bastard uh, with or without the basket. And then that's it. That's the story that we watched for a hundred hours. Go. Nothing ever happens. I think the last significant thing that happens is when a kid gets injured, you know, and loses his hearing. And then that's early in a movie. That's yeah. like about a third of the way through the right. 40 hours. After that, nothing happens. Except, of course, he kills uh, Eli with a bowling pin at the end of the movie. Oh, you just ruined it for us. Good. No. I'm saving you a lot of grief, okay? I'm saving you the money, and I'm saving 75 hours of your life watching Swill. Oh, but it's hardly acclaimed. That's why I'm not going to watch that. Uh, no, what's the other one that they're all raving about that you keep ripping? No, um, no, home no, no country for old men. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Don't. Highly acclaimed. Yeah, I know. The pseudo-intellectuals, the critics, the lunatics, the maniacs, the uh, drama school uh, graduates. How's our survey doing on uh, graduates, by the way? 758. We better get to 800 by noon, or you're not going to make it. I don't think it, I don't think it's going to happen. 759. We'll get there. Whoa! What's the highest level of schooling you completed? Some college 249. Graduated from college 242. Postgraduate 123. Graduated from high school 90. High school dropout 21. 
Elementary school dropout, 17. Currently in college, 11. Currently in high school, 3. Junior high or middle school dropout, 3. And uh, we we got to put the kindergarten dropout on there, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, for like Prozac Ron. His name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. Sports Leader. La, 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 la. Tom Brady's out. I'm thinking like Mr. Potato Head. If we're going to put Tom Brady's head on Brady Quinn's body. Yeah. Brady, Brady, Brady Quinn might actually enjoy that. He'd probably like having Tom Brady's head. 5670560. Oh, I was going to say something else, but I better not because yeah. we get joist, you know. I was That's right. Similar, but not exactly the same. And the board goes back. When are they going to bring back the good shows like Constipation with Hugh Downs and Art James? That was a good show. You don't remember that show? Sure I do. I used to play along with that. Concentration was a good show. Yeah. And the board goes back. I keep thinking of, like, uh, Jeopardy and Art James. What was not Art James? I can't think of that guy's name ever. The original host? Uh, Art Slender. Okay. 5670560. Oh, Let's get this phone smoking here, man. It's only 1119, for Christ's sakes. On the 24th of July, don't you people want to vote for that Marlins stadium, huh? So that the Marlins can go yeah. play in a dome stadium way down there in the Yenemsvelt where nobody wants to go? And you can pay $100 to park on people's lawn like it used to be in the Orange Bowl? Remember that? You don't because you don't go. You don't participate. Right. You, don't, you don't subsidize all our great sporting events in South Florida. It's my fault. It's George's fault that the Marlins don't draw flies. If you would go to the games, more people would show up. Like Pharrell. That was the other thing that uh, they were talking about. The most idiotic thing I ever heard in my life. About how Farad used to promote the Marlins. And I, I pointed out, he didn't, the only thing he ever promoted was himself. Well, it was a caller that called in about that. Yeah, and he was full of crap. And you know it. Oh, yeah, I, I know that. it. All he ever did was promote himself and create unbelievable nightmare situations. Most of which uh, we can't talk about on the air. Remember that? Yep. Zach remembered it. George remembers it. I remember it. I'm sure Greg Greed remembers it. Come see me at the ballpark. Bring some hot babes. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. 
Hello? You're the best. Yeah, I know. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, how's everything? Listen, how come you don't go to Amsterdam anymore? I just got back from there. Ah, beautiful. You have a good day, Neil. Well, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why, why is it beautiful that I just went there? Well, what, what's it to you? Click. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's gone. Why does he care whether I go there or not, okay? It's it's boring. After you've been there the first hundred times, it gets boring. I mean, there were a lot of interesting people there, and it was packed with tourists, and, you know, they still got the Albert Hein Express uh, for sandwiches on the dam rack, and Mickey D's and Kentucky Fried. They got a subway there now. I'm not talking about the one you ride. I'm talking about the one you eat. Oh. They got subway sandwiches now. Huh. That's how bad the rest of the food is there. In fact, I didn't go there, but probably would have been a big improvement over at least one of the meals I had. It's pretty murky at DeMarkey's. Don't go eat there. Ah, fat. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Hey, Neil. Uh, just wanted to say, man, you're doing a fabulous job filling in for George on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right, that's right. Okay, man. George Keep is the best. George is the best. It was almost as funny as the first another, time you made that call about a month ago. Another guy my line from Tuesday. Yeah. Just feeding back a line that I used uh -huh. on Tuesday. That's all they can do. They have nothing to say, so what they do is they repeat sure. back to us whatever we just got through saying. What do you go to Amsterdam? Yeah, how come I don't go anymore? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But I just got back from Roman Amsterdam, which if you listened and paid any attention, schmuck, you would have known that. When are you people going to get a life? I have no life. Forget about my life. Forget about George's life. Forget about Chris's life. Oh, yeah. Find your own life. I have no life. No, no. Stop trying to exist vicariously through us. If they had their own life, we wouldn't have as many listeners. How come you don't have. talk about Vegas anymore, Neil? How many? Uh, how'd you like to have a million dollars for each one of those calls we've had? Uh -huh. About how come I don't want to go to Vegas anymore? I don't wanna. I don't wanna. WQAM. Uh. QAM. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hey Neil. Someone told me you were playing some Neil Diamond earlier. Yeah. Oh, Neil, don't do that. I'm about to drive off in a canal if I hear that you're going to play Neil Diamond. That's terrible, Neil. What's George was playing to? it. George huh? was playing it. Oh, George was. Tell George to knock it off. Knock it off, George. Yeah, thank you, Neil. Yeah, okay. Schmuck. Somebody oh. told him we were playing Neil Diamond before. A little bird told him, whispered in his ear. Maybe it was a woodpecker. 774, we're on the way to 800, and then we're going to go to 900, and then we're going to go to 1,000, like Howie Dean. We're going to go all over the world, man. We're going to go to Amsterdam. We're going to go to that damn square. WQAM, hello. It's Thursday, you mastered in a bit. WQAM, hello. Hey, why you want to eat up on the bread of Clint Foodie? I didn't hear who he said, whatever it was, but I dumped it in. It's uh, just as well. Oh, good plan. Was it a good plan? Yes. I figure when in doubt. Right. You did the right thing. Leave it out. Yes. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line on a great Thursday, man. All the swill, all the slime from the bottom of the barnacles on the bottom of the ship. That's what we got left in South Florida this time of the year. And they can't figure out why nobody goes to sporting events or anything else. There's nobody there. Look around you, okay? Look around you. Sniff the daffodils. Smell the lilacs, okay? 
We don't get it. It must be because it's in a bad location. Let's build a stadium somewhere where nobody wants to go, like where the Orange Bowl was. Downtown Miami. Isn't that where everybody wants to go? Oh, yeah. And, and how's the old Miami Arena doing? Camilla's house is still there? The pigeons love it. WQAM, hello. So it ain't so, Batman. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Anyway, I got a question. You being diabetic and all, uh, those products or bars and stuff like that, the type of food that says that they only carry a net amount of carbs, does that affect your sugar at all? Yeah, that's a bunch of crap. That's a big really? bunch of baloney. It's a scam, yeah. Okay. Net carbs well, I, my ass. Hey, in closing, uh, the Marlins, you guys are not the only station that the, the Marlins don't want to speak to or be interviewed by, so don't feel too bad, man. Why? Who, who else? Uh, 105.9. Uh, has been trying to interview some guys and they don't they don't allow them to go on the on the uh, show at all. Why and, not? Uh, a couple. Other, I don't know. Why not? I don't know. So how about that? Take care, buddy. And they're complaining that nobody uh, shows up at the ballpark and they won't put people on here to promote it. Well, too bad. Your mama, your mama sews socks in hell. How do you like that, David Sampson? Hey, David. You fairy. 780 on Chris's survey. I think you're going to get over 800 by noon, and then, then you got a shot. All right. Then you got a real, honest-to-God shot. And if we get a 1,000, of course, it's not a poll. It's a survey. Just a, a question, like, are you alive? Like that. You wish you were dead? Things like that. We have the biggest name. The biggest name. The biggest name. Another stump rejoin. You call this big market radio? You depress me. You say I'm right and then you always second guess me. Oh, what a letdown. You call my hand before I even get my bet down.
right And then you always second guess me But still oh, I'll be even I'll even give you back your car and call it even I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying over here. 11.33, 27 You're welcome at 5.60, WQM. Chris is going to make his 800 by noon. You got 7.90 on there already. 7.90? Uh-oh. Oh, brother. Oh, my God. That's bad. That's bad news. 7.90 is bad. 5.670, oh, 5.60, pound 5.60. A week from yesterday, the ratings come out. The spring book. You schnook. The spring book. Take a deep breath, Okay. Let's see if we can break loose out of that oh, point oh, at oh, nighttime. Oh, point. oh. What's the point of even keeping the transmitter going on when nobody's listening? Yeah. How, how is it possible on a once great radio station to have a day part where your number is a oh, point? Oh. Although right in the middle of the daytime, we actually had a one oh, point. Oh. They're not done. They're not done They've with still one. got other day parts they can get down to that level. Oh, well, they're working on it. Uh-huh. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? I wanted to thank you for the recommendation on that movie, uh, For the Devil Knows You're Dead. That was good. Right. Not now too bad. Don't you think it needs a sequel? What do you think? I say, don't you think it needs a sequel? Nah, that's what, that was my question for you. I, I wasn't sure if that's the movie you were talking about, but I don't know how that would work. But maybe I, I kind of agree with that lady you were talking with uh, that day that uh, said that she thought it was fine. I thought it ended fine. Okay. But, but hey, Neil. Yeah. The other thing was, um, Mad Dog had Hank in the studio the other day. He w- he didn't say anything on the air, and uh, I was wondering if um, if they realize now the talent that they got rid of because these other guys suck. That DA guy, boy, he's horrible. Mm-hmm. Have a nice he day. He had Hank in the studio with him. I don't know if he had Hank here or no. Oh, I think he. Well, this, this guy doesn't either because he's listening to the sound of his own voice. He. Hung up and turned up the radio. I think he was hanging out with Hank or something like that, you know, at a um, restaurant or something a couple days ago. What? He was talking. The one guy who says he had him in the studio with him on the air. Yeah, no, he was talking about it on the air that he was hanging out with Hank, I believe. Right. Not that he was in studio, but that he, like, went out to dinner with Hank and someone else. Uh Uh-huh. And so he was talking about that on the air. Yeah, Hank should reach a lot of dinners, I'll tell you that. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of dinners. That was funny. Seven ninety one on your pool. I'm keeping an eye on it. I'm keeping my eye peeled on it. I got seven ninety five. Well, turn it over. Give it to George. He can buy lunch with it. Ooh. Seven ninety five. You can get a lot of bacon from Howie's. That's right. Probably get a couple of pies, maybe from uh, Tony Ooh. over there at uh, what you call it? Tony's. Brad Tony's. Tony's. I mean, when you stop and think about all the good, you know, the good times and the people bringing in food and being friendly uh-huh. and, you know, reaching out and touching the community and That's being involved. And, by the way, we're doing such a great job now that today is Thursday. Probably we got some people out there wondering, how come Neil hasn't said anything about the restaurant deal coming up at noon? Because there isn't one. 
because there isn't one. We finally sold out, by the way, on Japango from last week. Mm -hmm. took a little while, but because we could only do one per customer, and because it's uh, Death Valley Day's time of the year, uh, you know. But we sold them out. We don't have one this week. And there's a good chance we won't have one next week either. Correct. Is what I'm hearing through the grapevine. And how's that thing coming that they were all breathless about that we were going to get all these uh, emails? Not emails, the text messages from the audience. Remember that? Yep. Like they have over at Power, they've been doing that. They got 80, 80 trillion text messages the first uh, five minutes or something like that. Remember? The yep. breathless stories. And you guys, we're going to get you in touch with the audience. They're going to be able to text message you, and you're going to be able to respond and read them and uh, yuck and this and that. Well, guess what? Did they ever sell it? No. Is it happening? No. Did we hear any follow-through on it? Uh, no. no. And that's because we got great salespeople, great management people, of course. That goes without saying. But great salespeople like, what's the guy's name, Andy? Adam? Andrew. 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 Who's too stupid to even understand that you're not going to stop the show so that you can talk to him. To just sit there patiently for five minutes and wait until you go into a break, and then that's the time to come in and ask you some stupid question. About when you do a spot for a pair of binoculars that you have to pee in before you can see anything. What? Oh, that, that, that's coming next week, I'll guarantee you. They're called then, the then you, then, you, then you see life through hose-colored glasses. <laughs> they call it amber vision. Right. <laughs> WQAM, hello. 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 Is this Neil? Yeah. Neil lost nine to four. What? The Marlins lost less. The Marlins. The Marlins? The Marlins, say and like. They lost less to four. And? Is that correct? I have no life. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the bride. That was uh, that was uh, Jeffrey Luria doing a voice. Mm-hmm. As sure as how wasn't David Sampson. The voice was much too low to be David. Hey, David. You fairy. WQAM, hello. Tom is my friend. WQAM, hello. You hear the other phone ringing? Yeah, I heard it. Yes. Hello. Hello. How are you? Okay, how are you? Good. Is this the Buffalo Bills? I mean, is this the Miami Dolphins ticket office? What do you want, sir? You got any material or not? That was it. Sorry? I said, do you have any material or not? I don't know who you're talking to. We must have lines crossed. Yeah, you got your line crossed, all right. You You got it crossed. You got your I, I, foot up your ass is what you got. Well, I think well, actually I'm not sure who you are, but you're absolutely extremely rude. The right. So I'm, dial, I'm dialing 305-567-0560. Right, and this is WQAM radio. As if you well, I would know. have no way of knowing that. Is that the same number I just dialed? Well, what do you mean you would have no way of knowing that? Where are you? Where are you calling, I'm calling from? I'm calling from Canada. I'm calling long distance. Calling from Canada? Whereabouts? We're meeting whereabouts in Brantford. So. Brantford, Ontario? You wouldn't know Branford from Oshawa, man, from Medicine Hat. Where the hell are you talking? What have I got here? How long do you want to keep this up? Uh, well, first of all, here's, all I, here's my question. Am I calling the Miami Dolphins ticket office? No, not? you absolutely are not. Let me say it again. What did I just it get to good. telling you? It's WQAM okay. radio in Miami. Well, it's too bad for Where you. did you get this number from? The Dolphins website. 
Yeah. From the yeah, Dolphin so. website? Yep. And what is it you want? You want Dolphin tickets? You want to see the Bills game December 7th? No, I actually want to see the... the I, want, I want to get Dolphin tickets, so I'll just make sure I'll go back. You want to get Dolphin time. tickets for what? For the Buffalo game on October 26th. So, I think what's happened here is your phone number shows up on their website. No, what it is is you're looking at the advertisement for the Dolphins Tonight program. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's and, that show, and that show blows, by the way. It's the worst show in the history of radio. Why, why do you want to see the Dolphins? They won one game last season. Why do you want to see that? That's okay because I, I have a place in Florida. I'm bringing my family. All my sons down. Oh my God! Oh, you got to be kidding me! You have a place oh in Florida. Oh my God! Isn't it terrible? Yeah, you probably are a Leafs fan too, no doubt. No, no, I'm not actually. I'm a. Well, why not? Oh, you're a what? Terrible. Who the hell would want to be a Leafs fan? I've been a Leafs fan for 50 years, man. Well, you're sick. That, that's right, <laughs> and, and that's, that's, that's the reason for it. That's correct. That's, that's absolutely correct. You need, you, yeah, you, need, you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't know Frank Mahovlich from the Foster Hill. You got to separate, you got to separate your, you separate your brain from your heart. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, or from somewhere. Yeah, well, Christ. Yeah, Christ. Even Christ would not believe. That's right. Yeah, Johnny Bauer's <laughs> coming back this year, pal. We're going to be okay. Biggest name, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The old If you take 50 billion calls, you'll get one good one. That was great. <clears throat> it was sensational. It wasn't just great. I knew he was Canadian because he had that quaggle that you're starting to pick up. That I'm starting to pick up? A little bit. Just a touch. What are you talking about? Yeah. And look at that phone now, man. And now they've all given up after that call. They can't top it. Can't top it. Can you top this with Arlene Francis and Bennett Surf? Radio show before you were born. And George S. Kaufman. I wonder if George S. Kaufman was related to Joyce Kaufman, who's not Jewish, by the way. She's uh, Haitian or something like that. Joyce Kaufman? Right. You're kidding. Let me say it again. I'm not kidding. I, you uh, think everybody I, named Kaufman or Kaufman is Jewish? First of all, yes. Second of all, I think you're wrong. All right. Let's, let's, let me all right. It. You're full of crap. Okay. okay. 
If I am, I'll eat a cough drop. And let me tell you right now, Mamacita is getting her hair done today here in Toronto. Ooh. And so, so I'm not going to. Uh, I'm do not they, gonna be um, do they do? I'm not going to see Taco today because he's got. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Let's see. WFTL's Joyce Kaufman. Uh, let me take a look. 16 years, uh, South Florida Radio for 16 years without interruption. Where's the thing? American of Puerto Rican, Italian, Austrian, Hungarian descent. Right, there you go. Puerto yeah. Rican. Uh, that don't mean she's not Jewish. She's not Jewish. Joyce Kaufman. Trust me. Next you're going to be telling me that Jaime Rabinowitz is Jewish. Right. Or Yitzhak uh, uh, yeah. Goldstein. You got Jews in all those places you just listed. Yeah. Out well, guess what? We're in we're places under your bed in a in a broom closet. Yeah. It does like say believer, in... probably like you. If God said it, that settles it. What? It says believer, probably like you. If God said it, that settles it. What does that mean? I don't know. That's on her uh, biography. Why do I care? All I ask is: Is she Jewish and is she so she's Puerto Rican? That's why George doesn't like her. What? There's two groups of people George can't stand. It's Puerto Ricans and Mexicans, not necessarily it's in that order. Gypsies, get it right. Oh, gypsies. Well, I only I have a that. problem with gypsies. Hmm. The gypsy cried. Yeah, not enough. Now, who do you like better, Lou Christie or Neil Diamond? No contest. Don't make Am me I choose. Right? Don't make me choose. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Neil, please. Speaking. Oh. Neil. Yeah. Uh, you need to do Kegel exercises so you don't poop in your pants. No, oh, okay. He's the fatty pack guy. I haven't heard from him in a long time. Was it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. He likes the Kegels. Oh, uh, well, well, I don't even know what that is. I know what Kegel is. Oh, Luke Christie, let's hear it. The Gypsy Cried. Believe it. Two faces have Oh, two faces um, I don't have that. Well, I'll be damned. QAM, hello. Somebody QAM, hello. Neil. Yes. Don't fear me, Gypsy, for all I want is your tears. Do you understand one word? Not one. No, not one word. It, was very, it tickled him, though. He was in hysterics when he got finished. Maybe his boyfriend's finger was... You know, tickling is Rectum. from the inside, of course. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. You're not exactly kicking ass anymore on your pool. I mean, you got past the eight hundred hump, but it's only eight sixteen. It's only eight eighteen, like I said. We'll you need it. to get with we'll it, man. Through. You're not going to make that thousand. If we don't make a thousand on a survey, then that means we're done. And we'll have tomorrow off. Yeah, I'm not coming back till Tuesday if we don't get a thousand. We had a good show Tuesday, in spite of the fact George was out sick. I should call him more often. Chris was saying because of the fact that you were out that's sick. That's right. Was, I know. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I totally said that. No, that was Zach that said that. I think Zach is looking for your job. Hey, it's ready here. WQAM, hello. Hi, Jamba. In fact, I can't imagine. I can just see you switching jobs with Zach. You working on the uh, Joe Rose show and Zach working on here. I'll practice my Zach voice. It's a little Back deeper to sack and get yeah. with the sports stuff. Get with the Marlins. The Marlins. Got to get up and get up and down. Got to, got to, got to move up and not down. Got to, got to move up and not down. That's right. Now you're talking. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes. 
July 30th, uh, the Slipknot concert. I'm going there. The what? The Slipknot concert. Yeah. You ever heard of Slipknot? No. Uh, they're pretty awesome. I think I heard George a, I heard, a, it I heard a whatnot. <laughs> well, July 30th, West Palm Beach. Nobody cares. All right. See you at the Marlin game. That's our poll question on the air today. How come nobody, we asked it on Tuesday, and we had, what, three responses? Maybe four. If we gave you a salami sandwich and tickets to a Marlin game, would you go? I would go. Sounds, sounds good to me. What? I would go. What are you doing in there? I, what do you mean? They just fired George. What are you doing? I'm the executive there? producer of the show now. What are you doing in there? I thought I thought that's what you just requested. Yeah, I just gave him the password to my computer. He's surfing my porn right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going through all Georgia stuff right now. What's that? May I get that out of here? I don't like that. No, you still because I noticed he's not on again tomorrow. They got that horrible. I mean, Bo Camper and Danny Cannell talk about the blind leading the blind. Three hours in morning drive. They're going to put that on here. These people are insane. Whose idea was that? Zach's. Not not Zach's. Zach. I just get. Why told. another Zach attack? No, I, just, I got told that they were going to be on, and we're doing a Dolphins training camp show tomorrow. We're going to be previewing all the stuff, wonderful stuff going on at Dolphins camp this weekend, and for the next month. I think that Brady Quinn's got a yeast infection. That's the, I, what did I tell you? When I'm in the room, you're not allowed to no, say that's, that's, exactly that's why I said it. He's trying to get rid of you. That's why I said it. To drive you away. To drive your fat ass out of there. As producer of your show now. Yeah, producer of my show, your ass. Yeah. All together now. Let me ask you a question. Come on, Neil. You're not going to sing? What? Do go you ever go down. home or not? Are you like Robert Grieper now? Are you like a... He's the new Robert Grieper. Are you part of the woodwork? No. Uh, during your show, just in case George needs to leave the room, now I'm here. So he could tag me and We're like tag team partners. So I thought he had to go to the bathroom. What did I tell you? He's looking for your job, George. Sorry. Everybody is. They don't know. They don't know that I have to pay to work here. Maybe, Roger, maybe Roger Fagdalen will show up again. Like a stripper now. I have is to tip out alive, to go to work. Way? Do we know anything about him? As far as I know. Hi, handsome. Now, why, why couldn't he have died and Ranieri's still been alive? That's just the way it is. God that, works in mysterious yeah, ways. That, that's right. That proves there's no God right there. If there was a God, Mike Ranieri would still be alive and Roger Magdalene would be dead. Dead. Sleep with the fishes, man. Yeah, he was after your job big time. Not, not that that's a secret. No, no. In fact, he probably was the most blatant person I've ever seen right. in my life going after another person's right. job. Right, he would backstab you in the front. Right, that's right. Well, at least that's something. At least that's mm -hmm. honest. Well, he got Jolly busted. Joe Bell, who's phony as hell, and comes along, ho, ho, hey, George, how you doing? And then behind your back is probably ripping you an ass. I'm sure. Sends me a message about what a great job you're doing on my days, uh, my off days during the summer schedule. Hey, most of your days are off days these days. That, that's for damn sure, especially when I hear from him. The good news is, though, I don't have to be, uh, you know, hanging around here waiting for a, a, a visit that's usually about a, on Mexican time, a half hour late. I can hop in my car at 2 o'clock and go right to Woodbine. Give me a couple of slices of pizza and plunge oh, my okay. guts out. Plunge my brains out. And now that I know that paycheck is actually in the bank, I can blow the whole thing this afternoon. And have a damn good time doing it, too. How do you like that? Yeah. Did we, did we lose the connection or what? No, no, I'm right here. Mama Sita's got to get her hair done. Uh-huh. 
<clears throat> she's a big shot now, don't you understand? I, I understand. She's a big city slicker. Oh, I know. Moving on up. To the worst side. Let me tell you right now about, uh, I, can't, I can't do this spot because I can't speak. I'm, all, I'm doing Zach talk now. If you're going to talk like Zach, you've got to sound like your vocal cords have been snipped. Listen, Brady Quinn. Whenever I shave my balls, I listen to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. All right. You fair. Three at five sixty WQM, and of course we all know that's a zipper sound. Okay, right. Nobody in the history of mankind ever heard a fart that sounded like that. That's corduroy. That, that's my corduroy pantaloons. I'm not mm -hmm. wearing them today, but I, yeah, I might. Now that I'm going to Woodbine, I might just uh, slap those babies on here in a few minutes. The brown corduroys and and the, the legs. Every every step you take is like that's me walking uh, to the tea room at uh, Woodbine. Like that. 838 tallies on our survey today on our poll. Chris is uh, push, pushing for a thousand. Come on, push a little bit more, man. Come on, people. Hurry up. Let's go. <laughs> we need that thousand to make Neil happy. <laughs> what, what do you mean make me happy? It's your poll, Mister. You're the you're the pollmeister. What the hell do I give a crap about it? You know you love it. Yeah, I love it all right, but not the poll, not that poll. Oh, maybe Brady Quinn's poll. Huh? Well, I think it's evidently had a lot of uh, a lot of activity. I think a lot of guys have uh, been involved in his poll activity. At least, what what is that all about? Now, now maybe that's why he got drafted. What, like 199th, 588th, 20 something? Yeah. That's why everybody passed him up. He was sitting there with that uh, phony girlfriend of his, with that beard. Remember that day? Yep. And every time somebody had like the the dolphins, man. They don't want a gay. I think that's what the fish need, man, to turn them around as a good gay quarterback. Maybe they can bring back Sonny Jurgensen. Was, was it Sonny Jurgensen or Billy Kilmer? One of them was uh, gay. I forget which one. Old Redskin. Oh, you're crazy, Neil. There's no gay players in the NFL. That's right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. And you notice that the the like Joe Rose and Mad Dog. All the ex-jocks, they won't talk about such things because what what goes on in the locker room stays in the locker room. In their hands. Oh. 
WQAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Do you smoke weed? Hmm? Do you smoke weed? You writing a book? <laughs> yes. Yeah, go smoke your boyfriend, okay? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, you're talking about a lot of times you talk about early early TV game shows and stuff, and I was just kind of wondering if you ever remembered uh, Kate Kaiser's College of Musical Knowledge. Oh my God, you have to be a hundred years old to remember that. Yes, I do. Yeah, well, it, uh, it only lasted like maybe one year, and then there Thank was like, God for that. And then there was like Sandy Kay's uh, "Do You Want to Lead a Band," where he mm -hmm. had like people come yeah, up. And, when uh, are you going to get to the Rudy Valley stuff? Yeah, Rudy Valley is there. Yeah, just thought you'd like to know. Okay, uh, thank you. God, talk about coma-inducing. Talk about boring. He's more boring than there will be blood. And then, you know something? That's the ultimate slap in the puss. When somebody says you or this or that is more boring than there will be blood. That's yeah. the ultimate slap in the puss. How come this, how come this poll ain't moving, man? 838, is that it? You done? Is that all our whole audience? It could be. 840. Eh. WQAM, hello. You don't like the Marlies? WQAM, hello. <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, no kidding. QAM, hello. Neil Rogers, Neil Rogers, I love you. Yeah. WQAM, hello. <laughs> so the guy with the fanny pack was the one that called before with that. Uh, yeah, the New Yorkie voice. voice that he's got. That was his real voice? Yeah. No. That was him doing shtick. Remember, when, remember he was a security guard at the uh, Macarena oh, yeah. back when they first opened it up, and he was carrying a he was carrying a piece. That's why he's used to uh, wearing a utility belt wherever he goes, like Batman. There's a garbage truck outside the window. Can you hear it? I hear it. And I was going to say it's so loud you can probably hear it right there. The loudest garbage truck. Maybe they're picking up this show. Maybe they're picking up these calls because you talk about garbage. Keep them coming, though, man. We had that one really good one from, where was he from? Brantford. Brantford, Ontario. Now, do you think he was for real? Do you think he really thought he was calling the Dolphins to yes. order tickets? If you go to the Dolphins homepage, yeah. there's a large banner for Dolphins tonight on the radio, and mm -hmm. it has the uh, station numbers. numbers. Yep. So it's right uh, on the front of it. Well, so what does that have to do with ordering Dolphin tickets? We you know, basically now since that banner's been up there, we probably get ten to twenty calls a day for Dolphins tickets between our our show and the other shows. What kind of morons want Dolphin tickets? What kind of a, and this guy's telling me that I'm an idiot because I'm a Leafs fan. At least at least they've uh, you know won a game sometime in the last century. Jason Blake, what a stiff. What a stiff. How do you like that? Now, that was nice and timely. Did you see that, how they did that for me right on cue? Because I've been Leafs fan for nice. years. Nice going there, Joe. 844. Well, there's that uh, Maricone. There's that, uh, what's his name? What's its name? Rob Marciano on CNN. That all the queens think is so hot. Oh, he's so hot. Uh, uh, uh. Sure. Whatever you say. WQAM, Hello. 
How'd you like to? How would you like to have the money that they spend on makeup? Oh yeah, on television. Just the money to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Can you begin to imagine? WQAM, hello. Hey, I'm talking about the Mullins tickets on the website. Yeah, right. You know, hello. Come up, come up with something original, okay, Schmuck? Is this Kim Bocamp? Yeah, this is no, this is uh, Danny Cannell. Bye. 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 Nice try, but bye. This moron wants tickets, says the professor. We got any tickets you can send him instead? Of we, we got no restaurant certificate for this week because we got no restaurant. Yeah, I could give him a parking ticket. And I want you to go tow his car away. He's getting used to that. How would you like that? You move into a, your first apartment with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And the very first weekend that you spend there, maybe the first day, you get up in the morning, you go outside, and your cars are both gone uh-huh. because they've been towed away because you were too stupid to put the decals on the windows. Live and learn. Yeah, that's right. You, you should know when you live with a bunch of relentless bastards that if you don't dot all the I's and cross all the T's, they're going to come and make your life miserable, okay? And this goofball wants Marlins tickets for the Marlins? I don't have any Marlins tickets. Although this year I will be getting Dolphin tickets. This, this will be my last year I get any perks. That was part of the new deal, by the way. Whatever, and, and this, this ties right in with the thing with no free food, you know. Whatever perks I had in my previous contract, this miserable, heartless bastard, not only did he cut my salary in half, but the, the Marlin tickets, oh, no, no more. Dolphin tickets, no, no, no that. Whatever, whatever you had that, you know, kind of like was a little frosting on the cake, no. You can't have it. We don't want to give it to you. We don't want it. That, that's the kind of bastard you're working for. Text message? Yeah, it's a text message from the professor. He wants the dolphin ticket. Don't worry. You got him. Chris don't want him. Says who? And even if he did want him, they're already spoken for it for my good, close, personal friend, okay, who's got issues in life. His uh, car got towed away, whichever one he's driving this week. There's one thing I can't stand. It's somebody who can't make up their mind. Buy a nice car like my vet. It's got 5,000 miles on it. 2004. Older than Methuselah. What, what kind of a, I mean, like, you know me, I used to trade my vet in every year. Am I right? Yep. It would be automatic. People from um, the back row would just drive up the new one and just say, hey, here's your new vet. And, you know, sign on a dotted line, and I would. <clears throat> I'm going to hop in that baby at 2 o'clock, and I'm going to fly to Woodbine. And lose my ass and have a great time doing it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour the hundreds in there while people are starving. While George and Chris can't even get a free meal in there because our general manager is a bastard from a blanket, from a basket. That's, that's what you ought to do. You ought to go to his office as soon as he comes in and say, Bastard in a basket! And I bet you that's where we'd like to see him, too, in a basket. Or maybe something that rhymes with basket, like casket sounds <laughs>
Late one night, when they saw the sign and the fast food line, they pulled in and gave their order to the girl. And the next thing you know, they started to hurl. And Taco Bell! Their stomach started to blow. In Taco Bell! A burning inside their throat. It had a smell. That's when they started to blow. Not feeling well. From the bean burrito, it must have been the curse of the quesadilla. It's causing all of this diarrhea. But none of the sick are going to die. They've just got a bad case of E. coli. From Taco Bell. Their stomach started to blow. In Taco Bell. A burning inside their throat. It had a smell. That's when they started to blow. Not feeling well. From the bean burrito. Should have skipped the damn chalupa. You might not have made but super. Next time you pass the sign, say no. Even though it's grilled, so it's good to go. Lots of people got sick and wished that they owned a gun. So they could hunt down the people who think outside the bun. The pain from the cramps they felt deep in their gut. So next time they'll just go to Pizza Hut. Not Taco Bell. Their stomach started to blow from Taco Hell. A burning inside their throat. It had a smell. That's when they started to blow. Not feeling well. From the bean burrito. From Taco Bell. That's Brady Quinn's motto. Think inside Taco the Bell. buns. Come 19 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Thursday to a George will be back tomorrow. Oh, boy. I mean, you'll be back. I mean, you're there now. We'll be back right. doing the show tomorrow. And Monday. Yep. And then the next Wednesday, you got the numbers coming out, the book, the spring book. I'm going to leave that in your capable hands. Right. And if the numbers are bad, it'll be your fault, of course. Of course. 5670560, oh, just like Greg Weed used to say, you know, you'd be number one in the summertime and he'd be running around. Right. All of that, George, is killing the station in the he summertime. Torpedoed, torpedoed the ratings. Is that what the station that that was? The, a, yes. Oh, yes. You torpedoed the station. Right. Even though I was two ratings points ahead of uh, whoever was number two in the market and uh, not right. to mention double the nearest competitor here on this station. But hey. Right. Can never do enough for these bastards, you know what? Nope. That's why we're not getting, that's why I've got all those perks going. No more Marlin tickets, no more Dolphin tickets, no more Panther tickets, no more anything. No more speeding tickets. And that's because Jolly Joe Bell, he's probably hopping it up for himself, you know, fat ass like him. WQAM, hello. Roger Magdalene ran off with his backstabbing boyfriend, Adam Kirshner. <laughs> <laughs> What a joke that is. <laughs> Who the hell was that? That was uh, Al Rogers. Oh. Wasn't was it? Say. I don't know. I don't know. The stalker. Yeah, the somebody, stalker. Somebody that knows the old IOD crew, obviously. Remember, somebody who's a radio stalker, right. Used to hang out in... Well, stalking the goddess. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. WQAM. Hey, Neil, I was just wondering, uh, what, what are you doing this weekend? If you take a trip about two hours south of you, Oswego, New York's having their, their famous... I harbor. wouldn't go to Oswego, New York if you paid me by the mile. Come on, man. What's wrong Get with Oswego? Get out of here, Oswego, New York. Are you some kind of a moron or what? Well, of course. I'm listening to your show. That, well, that speaks for itself. <laughs> I'll no, see man, it, it's, see it's it a good in time. Hamburg, New York, baby. I'll see you at Buffalo Raceway. All right, man. You got it. See ya. Schmuck. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to upstate New York and sniff the lilacs. Of course, the lilacs are already out of season, I guess. But nevertheless, I bet you there's some fell on the ground at Cobbs Hill. 
I'm going to go to Durant Eastman Park. All you people from Rochester that keep raving about how great it was there, what was so great about it? What was good about it? Hickey Freeman, Eastman Kodak, Red Wing Stadium, Tom Decker. What was so good about Rochester? Can you tell me? Joe Cronin? Huh? I can't tell you. I've never been there. Eddie Meath? Mort Nussbaum? Who was the guy who used to do the sports show on uh, WHAM? Bob uh, something. I used to win hockey tickets, free hockey. I told you that. Bob yeah. Barker. To the Amherst. WQAM, hello. That was Marvin Robin calling, and this is Steve Ziegler. Mitch is a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that sad? Now, where are all those people now? See, because I, I can't figure it out because you know, Cheap Channel owns all those stations. And Cox doesn't have any more AM stations, so they aren't working for um, Disney. They all got to be cheap channel people. Oh, maybe they're over there sitting in Ken Charles' lap, that a-hole. Oh, Neil listens to us all morning long because he doesn't do show prep anymore, so he's got to get his material from us. Right. Oh, yeah. And the sad part of it is this is a guy who thinks he knows something about this business. Just, just, in fact, I think if he and Jolly Joe Bell eloped, it would be a marriage made in purgatory. It would be perfect. Ken Charles... And in fact, remember when, uh, what's his name, was still at the, across the street? What's his name that beat up his girlfriend? Across the street? At Joel, Waxy. Joel Feinberg? Joel Feinberg, right. Well, I had a brain fart there. I couldn't right. his name. When he was there, him and, he, he and Joe Bell had this peeing contest going on all the time, you know? Back and forth, and, and uh, you know, ripping each other in ass and sending each other nasty, like a couple of children in the sandbox. At least Joel knew enough to get out. WQAM, hello. Hello, uh, Neil. Yes. <laughs> trees, trees. Uh, I like trees. Trees. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. George is my friend. George is my friend. George is my friend. My friends don't call me on the air. George is my friend. Don't you just love the way he says it? Oh, yeah. It? You're my friend. There's nothing alive on the face of the earth that will want to befriend that. Whatever it is, and I'm pleased to say that I actually had the opportunity to see it with my own five eyes, to, to put my yeah. eyes to it, to spy it, and to see what a pathetic retard we're dealing with. And, of course, uh, you know, they, they, we're the babysitters. You yep. don't realize that. Oh, I know. They've turned his problems and his life over to us for four hours a day. That fine, upstanding family. Do we know what the last name is in that family? No, I don't. Well, why not? Well, you know, I bet you if you get Jolly Joe Bell, he'll put his private detective yeah. to work on it. And one thing about it, you've yeah. got to admit, Jolly Joe has done a hell of a job with these chronic callers since he's been here two and a half years. He has done one hell of a job. And I, I take back what I said before about him not lifting a finger to us. He lifts a finger to us every day. In fact, maybe two of them, one on each hand. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. So Why is Norman Brayman being such a schmuck? He's not. He's doing the yes, right he thing. No, he's not. 
Well, Bravo, when he was owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, he didn't have a problem with publicly financed stadiums back then, and he sure yeah. did a nice job helping Baltimore get their publicly financed Well, he, he's trying to protect the people from South Florida from making the same mistake they've made 8 million times. That's what he's trying to do. And he's trying to get back to Jeffrey Luria for not bringing him on as a partner. Good for him. Good for him. I'm all for him, man. Great. Norman Bremen is God. He's a schmuck. And screw the Marlins. Screw Norman Bremen. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. get busy. Screw everybody. Biggest name. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. I can't get over what that Pee Wee said today. He's got a lot of time to talk about me that way. I don't give a crap what that fairy has to say. If he wants to smoke pink cigars, then let him. <laughs> Why, I'll have you know, I know what I'm talking about. Every morning at the condo, I take the elevator down, and on my way to the car, when I pull my folding basket out, I grab a free condo paper. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. I said the boys are back in town. Why you leave? Oh my God, of all you sport old fools. I know everything that's going on in that news. Why I even know all the new Mahjong rules. I'm hip to the jive, daddy-o. Too bad you're going down today. It's a better show when I take your place. I know I ain't no Ed Toilet-y, but when they drop my voice, we'll change. You little smoothie. <laughs> the Club 32 at 560 WQM. Mr. Chris, you better get with it, man. Your poll uh, uh, abilities are dwindling. You only got 864. You need about, I would say, about 920 by top of the hour. We'll do it. To have a shot at 1,000 today? Don't you don't come get the 1,000, man. I'm not coming back tomorrow. Uh-oh. What if we do get 1,000? I'm still not coming back tomorrow. What in fact, the sun is breaking through the clouds. It was kind of a murky morning. Let's see what the temperature is in downtown Toronto, eh? Let's see what it looks like. You ready? 23. That's 73 degrees. Perfect. Ooh. Nice. What? Nice. Yeah. Partly sunny and 73. Nice little breeze out there. Breeze between your knees. Had a call from Brantford, Ontario already. How's it going, eh? And let me tell you something. I told you this before the show. I'll say it on the air. My space is a waste. Okay. Other than a couple of friends I made on there, when, and we had to go with that private page now to do that. But other than that, the rest of it is just Kaka, the show page. Mm-hmm. I don't hear Kaka. from anybody. I don't hear from anybody anymore on there. Hmm. I can go days at a time, and there's nobody on there. What about you? You're getting all that, all those bimbos on there, probably. Why do you say things like that? Why are you so because I feel presumptuous. Like because that's what you use it for. I have uh, some nice people that I've met on there that I interact with. That you interact with? Sure. Now, what, what does that mean? Send messages back and forth, you know, like that. 
Well, I used to do that, and 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 I was pretty right. proud of the fact that I answered like ninety-five percent of every you know every message I get from every one of those uh, losers. I mean, great people. I'd answer them, mm-hmm. and they're, they're you know one by one they just vanish. It's like a novelty that that crap. It's a novelty, and once the novelty wears off, uh, once they're gone, they're gone. WQAM, hello. I have moved there. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, I'm having lunch. You know, can you call me back? Oh, yeah, I'll call you later. Okay, what time? Thank you. What time? Yeah, 5 o'clock. Okay. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. we got the jerk show coming up at 2 o'clock in spite of tremendous public outcry. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. This is a good one for you. Listen. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes. QAM? What did I just say when I answered the phone? I said WQAM. Oh, hey, Neil, what's up? No, but why does that happen? Hey, I haven't, wait, I haven't wait a minute, heard wait a minute. Like wait a minute. Hey, why Neil? does that happen all the time? I say WQAM, they'll say, is this QAM? <laughs> I'm on a cell phone, Neil. Yeah, let's hey, hear Neil. it. Yeah. Check this out. I was watching a show just now on the... Uh, on the History Channel, they talk about hurricanes, you know, global warming and all that. Mm-hmm. They said there's a possibility we could get these uh, super hurricanes to get up to, like, 500 miles an hour. What do you think about that? And? Pretty awesome, huh? Yeah, I'll, I'll be dead first. Say bye-bye to South Florida. I'll be dead first, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> You'll be dead by then. And I won't be all right, anyway. Yeah. Okay, good luck to you, sir. Good luck to you. Get down in the basement and uh, close the uh, hatch. Of course, there aren't no basements in Florida. That's one of the bad things of living in Florida. There's no basement. You can have an attic. Right. Crawl spaces. Are there crawl spaces? Yeah. Like in vacancy, like in the motel, there was that mm-hmm. crawl space. You didn't think that was a good movie? I, I mean, thought it was, it was fine. It was cheesy. Remember, it was I'm, like I'm, a, a, I'm a hard ass. I call very few movies good. So, in other words, it wasn't as good as, say, uh, There Will Be Blood. Few movies are that good. WQAM, Hello. Is this QAM? Hello? Another, another idiot. Neil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's up? What do you got? You ever heard of a driver at Pompano Harness Track called Chaz Dancer? Called what? Chaz Dancer. Chaz? Yeah, Chaz my ass. WQAM, hello. I'm riding a bus. QAM, hello. QAM. Yo, Neil. Yeah. Hey, man, you sound like you got something in your mouth, man. Mm-hmm. I'll take it out, man. There you go. There you go. Just just tossed it right over to you. Open wide and grab it. 873 on a survey. Just a survey for crying out loud. I mean, how come we don't have like 50,000 uh, tallies on there, Sally? Summer. Are you in denial? Is that it? You don't realize yes. that Joe Bell has blown off the... When you look at the cum that we have now when these trends come out, and you look at the pathetic cum that we have left on the entire... It's like... It's an embarrassment. And we got a oh, point oh. at night. The transmitter is pumping out energy, man. We're spending money with FP&L, Florida Plunder and Loot. And we got a oh, point oh. at night with that DA that they brought in from Kansas City who got canned out there and couldn't get another job, and they brought him in here. It's like when they brought the uh, fabulous sports babe on and announced to everybody she had no idea about the South Florida teams. And would everybody please call in and tell her something about it? That's you know, the kind of expert you want to put on the air. What? Why got to be so mean to DA? 
comparing him with her. I'm not, I'm not comparing him with her. I'm just saying it's like the same thing that they do all the time. They put people on the air who don't know the market, who are supposed to be talking about... Like when he was on there talking about the Marlin fans the other day, there are no Marlin fans. You could put them in a phone booth and have room for the Chinese army left over for a bunch of Chinese Wait till you hear this. This is going to make your blood curdle, George. Okay. okay. All waiting for it. One of John McCain's most prominent supporters on Tuesday praised an evangelical leader whom the Republican presidential candidate repudiated after a string of controversial remarks were made public. Connecticut Senator the unctuous Jew Lieberman, an independent who frequently campaigns with McCain, in other words, who's joined at his hip, said Pastor John Hagee's support for Israel outweighed the remarks that led McCain to reject his endorsement. Another Israel firster, another from Zionist, a lunatic like Wolf Blitzkrieg, a maniac. Lieberman said he had been urged not to speak to Hagee's group, Christians United for Israel. The bond that I feel with Pastor Hagee and each and every one of you is much stronger than that, and so I'm proud to stand with you tonight, Lieberman told several thousand members of the group, which urges U.S. support for Israel. Right or wrong, Israel first. I don't agree with everything Pastor Hagee's done and said, but there's so much more important than that that we do agree on, Lieberman said. That far bison. Hagee, who heads the 19,000-member Cornerstone Church in San Antonio, Texas, was criticized for calling the Catholic Church the great whore and saying that God punished New Orleans with Hurricane Katrina for staging a gay rights campaign. He has since apologized to Catholics, but not to fags. How do you like that? Jude Lieberman hopping in bed with uh, Pastor Hagee. If he's good for Israel, he's good for me. It's good enough for me, said the Farbison Jew Lieberman. Coxahoyes, baby. You idiot. You loser. You fairy. God. You can't complain about his personality because... He doesn't have one. Correct. Now, we're getting close to 900 on that survey, so we can make that 1,000 at uh, 10 o'clock at uh -huh. 2 o'clock. 879? Yep. Is that all you got? C. Pretty weak. Name. The best talent. Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. And now live from Rigel 7, it's the Neil Rogers Show. I like to ease up and song for bit writing. Plenty of time like the American Pisces. Melody guide so I don't sing off key. This is my favorite karaoke. Yeah, I love the way that bit ended. Mm. The bits haven't been the same since uh, Boca Brian died. I know. Yeah, I heard that was some party Greg Reed threw. Yeah. Good thing I didn't go. Lots of dancing. Mm. Of course, it's not easy flying back there from Rigel 7. I know. Thank God, oh, God. I'm here. <coughs> It's all over for you poor schleps stuck on Earth, yes. President Noel. Well, if you're lucky, that crackhead is the last bush to rig an election. Mm. Who's on this line? WQAM. Mr. Rogers? Speaking. I was in the public Galactica today, sir. And let me tell you, the clip-out coupons in Thursday's paper are deceiving. I discovered to my shop you know, that the checkout counter yes, at Redstone's was not two for 99 cents. On the contrary, Got them off. it was two break stones for 99 cents oh. each. Now, oh. I don't know about you. That's right. They tried to peddle me two break stones for the price of two break stones cottage cheese, 
when the coupon clearly stated... That well, use the cottage cheese that's grown in your toenails. Now, who's this on uh, line seven and nine? Klingon penal colony, hello? I forgot into that. Retired. So, uh, okay, on that note, you know, i got to renegotiate my contract. How about a one-minute show, huh? Oh! You can fill the other three minutes. That's right. Sporto Concubine is next. George? Bye-bye-bye. Well, I'll tell you, they don't make them like that anymore. In fact, they don't make them at all this week because uh, Chicken Act didn't send me his uh, FedEx yet. Right. Can you give me an update on that, on what year that might show up this week? Because you said he was a day late. I'll tell you what, a day late and several dollars short. Oh, he's always several dollars short. Yeah, and? Nothing. So we're, what, what day? It's Thursday already. Usually it shows up here on Tuesday, so now it's two days late. And oh. I still have had no phone call saying, oh, there's a package down here for you at the concierge. Oh, I bet you you get one. I get one what? Hemorrhoid? Okay. 884 on Chris's pool, man. You're not going to make it. What are you talking You're about? You're not going to make it. We were going for 900. What are you talking about? 900, your ass, okay? And believe me, that's the weight. You've got to get to 1,000. You need 116, and you can't even get to 900. That's because the whole audience is already, they've already checked in on here twice, I'm sure of that. What's the highest level of schooling you completed? Evidently, we've got a lot of people out there too stupid to be able to go to a computer and do a tally, a tally ho on here. Tally ho, baby. My God, talk about an embarrassment. Zach's fault, I'm sure of that. We were doing really well until he came in and opened up a big mouth. And what was that all about? What? Oh, he just happened to be in here while you were talking about him, so I threw him on the mic. Oh, you did it. Oh, yeah. Don't do it again. Till tomorrow. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I'm going to work for food or drugs. QAM, hello. This is my friend. WQAM, hello. Yo, Neil. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you, man. Do you wear thongs or granny panties? What? Do you wear thongs or granny panties? <laughs> or what, tampons or what? Yeah, tampons. Tampon on, yeah. Yeah? How do you mm -hmm. menstruate through your ass, though? How does that work? 5670560, pound 560 on the <laughs> Verizon and singular wireless line. You're right, the punks are out of school. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure is making for a really great summer for you. Whatever. Whatever is right. We get paid the same, whether you call with your intellectual comments or whether it's just a bunch of mouth-breathing idiots. Just a bunch of suckholes like the last punk. 888. Oh, that's great. You got 12 minutes to get to 900. Because before you get to 1,000, you know what you got to get first? 900. Right. You're not going to make it. 889. Well, if I don't get a thousand, I won't come in tomorrow. What? If I don't hit a thousand, I won't come in tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I think what Clarence is thinking is if we don't hit a thousand, don't come in again. Period. Hmm. WQAM, hello. I'll take three nine nine cent Hankel. WQAM, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. You know, uh, tomorrow's day. They go to the turn that radio off. You think that we can win the World Series? Yeah, yeah, the Marlins will win the World Series, right. The Marlins. And, and, and chickens are going to pee, too. WQAM, hello. That was David That was David Sampson's boyfriend, I'm no. sure of it. Yes, sir. I was going to ask you if you still had the number of that girl on the back seat of the car. Then I realized she's probably old as you now. God! 
Do you have any idea what he was talking about? No. Neither did he. Five six seven oh five sixty. But at least he was different. We didn't hear from the quarter slot guy today. You want to know why he's upset? He wasn't the guy that wanted two million bucks playing a quarter wheel of torture. They don't have the quarter wheel of torture here. Just a dollar and a five dollar for Maurice. Oh, did I tell you that? I'm trying to think of what day it was. Maybe it was on Monday. No, I guess it was over the weekend. And we went over to a woodbine. And as I'm walking out, there was Maurice, crazy Maurice that I'm always telling you about, the uh, crazy frog. And he's playing the $5 machine. He gets a spin for 2500 bucks. And I went over to him and I said, hey, nice job. How much did it cost you to get that? $9,000. And he says it loud enough so everybody in the place can hear him. Would you be bragging if you were that stupid? But people do it all the time. They're too stupid to realize how stupid they are, so they brag. Yeah. He's bragging about the fact that he put in nine grand before he finally hit something. Maniac. Lunatic. Frog. <coughs> crazy frog. <coughs> WQAM, hello. QAM. Hola. WQAM, hello. You're my friend. Oh, my God. Seriously, something has to happen with that thing. Something will. No, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something has to be done with that. All the other cockerai I can deal with. But him, it. Something has to happen, Jolly Joe Bell. Oh, Joe's going to get his private detective working on that. He's going to straighten out the... Yeah, right. You couldn't straighten out your finger, Jolly Joe. Doesn't it amaze you how impotent this guy is? Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, the simplest of tasks, things that people do in their sleep, this guy can't do wide awake. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, I don't appreciate you calling me a suckhole. WQAM, hello. <laughs> Neil, what's going on? WQAM, hello. Neil, I, I love when you give us a silent pause so I can hear the signal from Cuba. How's that coming, by the way? That signal problem. They uh, done anything about that? <laughs> yeah, they ignored it. Oh, like all the other problems. See, one thing about Joe Bell, he doesn't deal with problems. He doesn't worry about problems. You want to know why? He just, like you said, you had the answer. He ignores them. That's the way he deals with problems. He doesn't. And you want to know why? He don't want to. He don't want to. That's right. There's marijuana, and then there's don't want to. What does that say? Eight ninety-eight. Is that correct? Eight ninety-nine for me. Woo! If we can get a little uh, nine oh three. Whoa! Now we're pushing it, baby. Now we're pushing it to the limit. Nine oh three. Everybody and their brother-in-law hop on neilrogers.com and just tally, Sally. It's not a, a question you got to think about. It's a survey. Like, are you alive? Are you dead? Are you fat? Are you gross? Do you smell bad? Like that? You smell like some old shiny man. Boy, you, some of those people at Woodbine, I've told you this for a long time. I've been going there for four years now. It's amazing that the nasal passages in my nose are still intact. Some of those people smelled just so ungodly, ungodly. Like that turd, that the Toyard turd thing we play, mm -hmm. where she says it, it's like uh, ungodly. Yeah. Like the devil crawled inside of you and died. WQAM, hello. QAM, hola. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Um, 
you know, you know, I've been listening to you for a very long time, and these punks are driving me as crazy as you are crazy, driving you crazy. And if that one punk that keeps calling us, if I had the ability, I'd take him out back and kick his goddamn teeth in. See, this guy claims he's been listening a long time. He should know that we can't say that. He knows. Teeth. GD. We can't say GD anymore, sir. Oh, and you know what? You weren't here on Tuesday, but that was one of the biggest stories in a long time, the appeals court that threw out CBS, the FCC's fine against CBS. Yeah. For the Janet Jackson, Justin Tinkerbell, booby flap. That was one of the biggest, and, of course, that was what started all of this repression. Right. All of this clamping down. You can't say this, and you can't do that, and the FCC's going crazy. And they're foaming at the mouth, and they're just, and like that. And nobody's talking about it because nobody's got the balls to, you know, to, to come back to where we used to be, or at least close. To like loosen it up a little bit, and, and you know what? They won't. Nope. They won't because they're a bunch of spineless cowards. That that's this business. That's this industry. This is the life we have chosen. Nine oh nine. Can that be possible? Nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Wow. They're coming through. Coming through what? Your ass? No. WQAM, hello. I need help. Yeah, and we need help from you, okay? I'm going to tell you right now, before this year is out, we're going to take care of business with your ass, okay? We're going to send Luca Brazzi and the ghost of Fat Rich to your house and beat you into a bloody pulp, okay? That's not a threat. That's a promise. Everybody knows one of the hippest things to do these days is to open a restaurant slash mini indoor theme park in the heart of Manhattan. And that's why the high-powered folks at the National Rifle Association are pleased to announce Cafe NRA. At Cafe NRA, every food item is unique. That's because our chefs always cook your food over an open fire. And speaking of food, at Cafe NRA, you'll find only the finest, freshest meats. Welcome to Cafe NRA. Would you like to try our kill of the day? You mean catch of the day. No, ma'am. Kill. Oh. But Cafe NRA is about more than just food. It's about guns and fun. For instance, while you're dining, be sure to play a quick game of find the crosshairs in your soup, find them, and get a free clip of ammo for the automatic of your choice. And before or after dinner, you'll find it's fun to get loaded in our bar, where every drink is served in shot glasses. And for those of you who want to enjoy the fun of shooting something yourself, Cafe NRA offers some of the most realistic shooting games you've ever seen. Play such shooting favorites as, I didn't know the gun was loaded, I thought Grandpa was a burglar, and, but officer, the guy cut me off in traffic. Cafe NRA. We're blowing the competition away. Hey, but Joe, the guy's taking lots of Prozac. 101 at 560 WQM. I'm, I'm serious about that. I'm not joking. I have finally reached the breaking point with it. Not with anybody else. With it. With that. With that thing. Remember the thing? Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Same family. Same outfit. Same brain. Like that. We're going to come and get you, Ron, and your crazy girlfriend, and Daron, too. Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. Right. 
We're going to do it. In fact, I'm, I'm taking matters into my own hands because I'm certainly not going to wait for Jolly Joe Bell or Joyce. Uh, what's her name? Schmidt? Yes. Bitch? Rhymes with bitch? I'm not going to wait for them because the Beasleys are incompetent. Make no mistake about it. What they know about running a talk station or anything, they wouldn't know how to run a gas station. And even with the prices the way they are now, they couldn't make money at a gas station. These, these lunatics, these mugwumps, these banjo-picking mugwumps. Oh, but it's all about sports, Neil. We're going to have the best sports station. That's what he said to me right to my face, right to my puss. Bruce Beasley. We're going to have the best damn... And you know what? Yeah. Who cares? Right. Who cares? Yeah. That and 40 cents will buy about a third of a cup of coffee that, at Starbucks. They're still racing for last. Uh-huh. Oh, they're, they're, I tell you, we're doing a hell of a job in that race. I know we're going to win. Trees down and other damage from a possible tornado in San Antonio. Doesn't that break your heart? God is really pissed off at them mugwumps in San Antonio. 929 on Chris's pull. You got a real shot here at that thousand. See, told him. If you lean on it, they'll do it for you. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. Uh, this week, uh, Kelly Craig is guest hosting with Manny Munoz on the morning show. Yeah. All I got to say about that is Kelly, Manny, don't buy a house. <laughs> oh, my God. How can they fit them both in that studio? Manny Munoz. What a, what a joke that is. You know what that reminds me of? That's what? like Drew, Drew Hayes was the program director at WLS in Chicago when they went all talk. Drew Hayes worked for me at WNWS 790 back in the day when we had Alice Rantel and Mr. Ego and the Jerry Williams and that whole deal. Drew Hayes was the overnight kid who used to scream himself hoarse at the end of each show. Just scream for five hours from about midnight till five in the morning. This is after Wichner departed. Or was it just on the weekend? I think it was just weekend overnight, kid. And he became the program director at WLS in Chicago. Do you have any idea how ludicrous that is? Yeah. yeah. And I think he was a big part of the reason that Lasseter just about lost his mind at WLS in Chicago. Poor Blabo. Lost his brain at that place. Putting a child in charge, like we got for program director. Once upon a time, we had Muff. Look what we got now. WQAM, hello. Rudy Valley's my friend. WQAM, hello. Neil Rogers. Yeah. yeah. What's going on, partner? What do you got? The Marlins. I got an idea for the Marlins. The Marlins? The Marlins. Say it right. Say it right. The Marlins. Look, Marlins. Yeah. I said we made a stadium in the Hialeah Racetrack. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nothing else going on there. Maybe the maybe the flamingos would enjoy the game. Yeah, there'll be a hookah there in Hialeah. I'm guaranteed they'll go. Yeah, okay. And bring some more money to Hialeah, cowboy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, okay. Oh, cowboy. Here we go with that schmuck again. Cowboy. Even Brady Quinn wouldn't touch what you got, pal. I'll tell you that right now. It ain't much. 934 on your pool. We're creeping toward it. I think I, I'm fairly confident. Confident. Oh, there's a Candy Cowley. 935. Candy Cowley in um, Berlin. Obama's about getting ready to speak to about a zillion people in Berlin. They love him over there. Look at all those Germans. Uh, idea and with, with <clears throat> meat on it, but generally it's... See, some meat on it. Right away she's worrying about lunch. She's probably downing bratwurst like... Uh, like they're, oh, and I, you know, the good news is I got my shirt on and my pantalones. All right. Because I made it into Woodbine Thursday. 
Because right. Paco, Paco's mama's got uh, her hair beaded. Not that that's got anything to do with it. I would go anyway. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need much of an excuse to go to Woodbine and play quick hit. Or sometimes take a quick... Yeah, yeah. okay. WQAM, hello. I'm scared. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, you put yeah. George on the air. Who are you to talk about people, unqualified people? You put George on the air. That's it. Turn the radio back up again, loud, sir. Turn it up and hear your own voice, and stick your finger deep inside your Rectum. all the way to the elbow. Don't you love people that you want to hear the sound of their own voice? Oh yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Yo, how we doing, Bob? What? Hello? Yeah. Okay. Uh, dude, this guy is getting you all fired up. This, but I'm scared. I'm a friend and all this jazz. You're, you're, you're playing right into his stick. You know, he's having the day of his life. He's so much of the show. Well, what, what do you mean the day of his life? He calls this show 65,000 times every yeah, single day for like show. two you're years now. Today. You're, making him such a part, you're making him such a part of the show. Why don't you just have Chris screen call? Oh, yeah, that will do it. Because, hey, it does. When, uh, we don't when screen calls on this show, sir. I don't, I don't play that game. That, that went out with does, knickers. Your partner does, and I never hear this clown on when it's George's days. Yeah. Got him down pat, man. And? He doesn't get through. No chance. Do you hate me? All right, <laughs> bud. I do. Yeah. That's why I make Chris do it. So he never gets through when Chris screens the calls? Well, they can't disguise their voices. Even when the girlfriend calls in for him? Even. That bitch? Even when. Well, good. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just here filling in for George here today anyhow. That's right. Don't expect right. that I know what the hell I'm doing here. Just relax. I'm doing the best I can. I'm a doddering old fool who can't, who keeps pooping in his pants. Just, you know, just leave me alone. Freaking Joe Bell, man. This guy, he is he is a, an impediment to everything. In a, oh, yeah, if you'd screen the calls, Neil, that'll do it. <clears throat> and every time I ask you about the calls, I get the same response about your calls. Yeah. Yeah. Good, huh? It's like pulling teeth. What do you mean by that? By the way, That's the guy that keeps faxing you wanting the free plug, it isn't going to happen. What? The guy that keeps faxing you from the keys wanting a free plug for his business, it isn't going to happen. No. He just keeps faxing. Faxing me about what? He wants a free plug for his business. No. And it isn't going to happen. No. N O no. Yet. Nine. Ten. Nine forty-two on the survey. The highest level of schooling you completed. Some college, 297. Graduated from college, 287. The intellectual Neil Rogers audience really comes through here on this survey. Forget about the callers. They're losers with no lives. Anybody that's got a real life in the middle of the daytime that's calling some radio talk show, forget about that. Postgraduate, 165. Graduated from high school, 103. High school dropout, 45. Elementary school dropout, 17. Currently in college, 15. Kindergarten dropout, 7. ha, 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 ha. Oh, a new category. I like it. Currently in high school, three, and junior high, middle school dropout, three, out of 942. We're on our way, man, to that thousand. Now, I, I don't think screening the calls is the answer. I don't think we should allow him to interfere with our uh, right to, you know, our livelihood. I think what we should do is uh, get the name, get the phone right. number, put it all on the air, have a caravan of sure. uh, big, nasty guys with baseball bats go over there, and then maybe he might find something else to do. This guy keeps calling that uh, sounds like he knows the law. You know, restraining orders apply to phone calls also. What are you talking about? We can get a restraining order against these people. 
Yeah. Because it applies to phone calls also. That's what this guy keeps saying. You know, I'm not a lawyer. What, what are you talking about? You mean on your show? No, on this show, restraining orders against people that you don't want to contact you. Yeah. Applies to phone calls well, what also. What do you mean the guy I'm keeps told. calling? I don't recall that call. No, no. He called, yeah, he calls me, but about the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. And? And nothing. I think it's a good idea. It's, it's worth it's asking an, it's somebody. It's an excellent yeah. idea, but it would require some effort on the part of this company, on the part of Joyce the Bitch Fitch. She's too worried about whether we're playing fart sounds on her radio or whether we're seeing the uh, scum bucket or douche ball or like that. In fact, you know something? If they want to get a crowd out there, the Marlins ought to start playing douche ball. <laughs> We must have a psychic caller, that little punk that called before about um, having the Marlins play at uh, the Highland Marlins. Park. The Marlins. See, because the Palm Beach Post says a Virginia multimillionaire with a soft spot for horses and preserving history said he wants to buy Hialeah Park, restore it to its most glorious state, and resume wintertime racing at the facility, which has been dormant since 2001. Hasley Miner, 43, founder of NASDAQ 100 Technology news site CNET, an owner of an also ran in this year's Florida Derby, hopes he can strike a deal with Hialeah owner, the unctuous John Brunetti, begin renovations to the Hurricane Ravage Park, and compete with Gulfstream Park during the primetime winter tourist season. Minor and Brunetti haven't spoken, so no timetables or dollar figure have been discussed. Reached Friday on a trip to California for the opening of Del Mar, Brunetti was intrigued and said he would spend the weekend talking to horsemen to learn about Minor. I wonder if he's kin to Dwayne Minor. I can continue, or Deshaun. I continue to say it. My first desire was a continuation of racing at Hialeah at the highest standard possible, Brunetti said. I wonder if that was with or without the green hot dogs. I think that Hialeah would get a lot of support from breeders, owners, fans, and everyone else. Every place I go, I hear, when are you going to open up Hialeah, John? And it becomes vitriolic, like, why the hell don't you open up and get rid of these guys? 
As recently as this spring, Brunetti agreed that the resumption of racing in Hialeah, which opened in 1925, represented one of the longest of long shots. <clears throat> he estimated it would take 25 to $30 million to get into racing shape. Even then, issues remain. Whether a racing license can be obtained from the state, whether Hialeah can compete with Gulfstream and Calder, and whether accessibility will deter fans. Well, what does that mean, accessibility? They built a freaking metro fail right out there to Hialeah, just blocks from the uh, damn track. Couldn't they have, like, a, a ride and park thing or something like that? Couldn't they have, like, um, shuttle buses that would take them from the metro rail to stop there right into the track? Yeah. Meyer said he needs to study those issues, but is determined to press forward. Hialeah last held a race on May 22, 2001. I wonder if Charlie, Charlie Balthazar was in that race. So Minor 43 has never attended the track, not even to tour the grounds in their present state. He said, that doesn't matter. Don't matter. Well, that sounds intriguing, doesn't it? It's intriguing. And, of course, John Brunetti, who helped destroy the place in, in the first place, he's talking about what it would take to put it back together again. He kind of reminds me of Greg Reed and Joe Bell. It's that broken egg philosophy, you know. Pick up the egg, smash it on the floor, uh, put your shoe on it, and then smash the eggshells, and then try to put it back together again. And then keep doing it over and over again. Isn't that the uh, philosophy at QAM? Yep. Break it and fix it. Break it and fix it. Although in this case, it's break it and don't fix it. Break it and don't fix it. Break it worse and don't fix it. we got a guy in engineering called Fix It. Even he can't fix it. He's a good guy. He's just uh, inept. He just worked too long with Steve Ziegler. That was pretty intriguing, that uh, IOD, that little flurry we had there, wasn't it? Sure. 959. Now, where are all those people? Where's Mitch Weenie these days? I don't know. He's probably making a lot of money still. You know, he threw up on his wedding night. I heard that story. Yeah. You can imagine why, but I don't want to tell you. No, tell me. I can't say it on the air. Okay. Enough said. 959 on the survey, and Chris is uh, very confident we need 41 votes. We got 40 minutes. That's 1.1 a minute to get to 1,000. If we don't get it, we're going to be 960. We'll do it. Woo! 950, by the way, in Rochester was WBBF, the home of the Busy Bees, with Joe Dean and Mort Nussbaum. I mean, what kind of a guy goes on here with a name like Mort Nussbaum, huh? Yeah. WQAM, hello. Uh, Mitch Weenie's eating Jennifer's rent. <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> I'm I'm very uh, doubtful of that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Yo, Neil. Yeah. As far as um, program directing goes, like, how much freedom would would a program director have? Like, could you imagine a real diverse type of like radio station? Is that possible? Well, what does that mean? Like you know, well, what did you what did you just say? There were there were a lot of there were a lot of words in that question there, but what what did they mean? They meant like, is there any radio station that really does have like a lot of the diversity, like a uh, talk in the morning, hip hop, rock? The closest thing that comes to that is like VUM. Oh yeah, right? that's a that's a great station. Yeah, VUM. It's better than five sixty. <laughs> yeah, and so is Dead Air. Who cares? Oh, there, there's a kid from VUM. Maybe he knows Mike Rosenthal. And uh, what's his name? Who's the PA guy? Don't tell me. Uh, Rokich. Okay. Jay Rokich. Jay. I said it before you did, Fatso. Well, you said don't tell you, so I didn't tell you. And then you said Jay. 
That's because you got the Rokich part. You know what? Never, ever trust fat people. I know that. Being a fat person myself, don't ever trust fat people. They'll always right. uh, pull some stunt. Oh, there's Barack Obama in Berlin. To give his speech, he's made it clear this is We don't want to hear you, laughing. honey. We want to hear what he's it's saying. It's not going to be political. Bitch. It's more lyrical. As That's the people on CNN, MSNBC, and Fox fake news. To the people of Germany. They never shut up. Let me thank Chancellor Merkel and Foreign Ministers Steinmeier for welcoming me earlier today. Thank you, Mayor Bovary, the Berlin Senate, the police, and most of all, thanks to all of you for this extraordinary welcome. Thank you. Well, look at that mob senior in Kindergarten Park. I come to Berlin as so many of my countrymen have come before. Although tonight I speak to you not as a candidate for president, but as a citizen. A proud citizen of the United States and a fellow citizen of the world. I know that I don't look like the Americans who've previously spoken in this great city. The journey that led me here is improbable. My mother was born in the heartland of America, but my father grew up herding goats in Kenya. His father. <laughs> His father, my grandfather, was a cook, a domestic servant to the British. At the height of the Cold War, my father decided, like so many others in the forgotten corners of the world, that his yearning, his dream, required the freedom and opportunity promised by the West. And so he wrote letter after letter to universities all across America until somebody, somewhere, answered his prayer for a better life. That's See, I'm thinking it's a good plan if we do the break right now, then when we come back, we can pick it up. Maybe then he'll get into the really good stuff. Prove that there is no challenge too great for a world that stands as one. Sixty years after the airlift, we are called upon again. History has led us to a new crossroad, with new promise and new peril. When you, the German people, tore down that wall, a wall that divided East and West, freedom and tyranny, fear and hope, walls came tumbling down around the world, from Kiev to Cape Town, Prison camps were closed, and the doors of democracy were opened. Markets opened, too, and the spread of information and technology reduced barriers to opportunity and prosperity. 
While the 20th century taught us that we share a common destiny, the 21st century has revealed a world more intertwined than at any time in human history. The fall of the Berlin Wall brought new hope. But that very closeness has given rise to new dangers, dangers that cannot be contained within the borders of a country or by the distance of an ocean. Think about it. The terrorists of September 11th plotted in Hamburg and trained in Kandahar and Karachi before killing thousands from all over the globe on American soil. As we speak, cars in Boston and factories in Beijing are melting the ice caps in the Arctic, shrinking coastlines in the Atlantic, and bringing drought to farms from Kansas to Kenya. Poorly secured nuclear material in the former Soviet Union, or secrets from a scientist in Pakistan, could help build a bomb that detonates in Paris. The poppies in Afghanistan come to Berlin in the form of heroin. The poverty and violence in Somalia breathe the terror of tomorrow. The genocide in Darfur shames the conscience of us all. In this new world, such dangerous currents have swept along faster than our efforts to contain them. And that is why we cannot afford to be divided. No one nation, no matter how large or powerful, can defeat such challenges alone. None of us can deny these threats or escape responsibility in meeting them. Yet in the absence of Soviet tanks and a terrible wall, it has become easy to forget this truth. If we're honest with each other, we know that sometimes, on both sides of the Atlantic, we have drifted apart and forgotten our shared destiny. In Europe, the view that America is part of what has gone wrong in our world, rather than a force to help us make it right, has become all too common. In America, there are voices that deride and deny the importance of Europe's role in our security and our future. Both views miss the truth that Europeans today are bearing new burdens and taking more responsibility in critical parts of the world, and that just as American bases built in the last century still help to defend the security of this continent, so does our country still sacrifice greatly for freedom around the globe. Yes, there have been differences between America and Europe. No doubt there will be differences in the future. But the burdens of global citizenship continue to bind us together. A change of leadership in Washington will not lift this burden. In this new century, Americans and Europeans alike will be required to do more, not less. Partnership and cooperation among nations is not a choice. It is the only way, the one way, to protect our common security and advance our common humanity. That is why the greatest danger of all 
is to allow new walls to divide us from one another. The walls between old allies on either side of the Atlantic cannot stand. The walls between the countries with the most and those with the least cannot stand. The walls between races and tribes, natives and immigrants, Christians and Muslims and Jews cannot stand. These now are the walls we must tear down. before. After centuries of strife, the people of Europe have formed a union of promise and prosperity. Here, at the base of a column built to mark victory in war, we meet in the center of a Europe at peace. Not only have walls come down in Berlin, but they've come down in Belfast, where Protestant and Catholic found a way to live together. In the Balkans, where our Atlantic Alliance ended wars and brought savage war criminals to justice, and in South Africa, where the struggle of a courageous people defeated apartheid. So history reminds us that walls can be torn down, but the task is never easy. True partnership and true progress requires constant work and sustained sacrifice. They require sharing the burdens of development and diplomacy, of peace and progress. They require allies who will listen to each other, learn from each other, and most of all, trust each other. That is why America cannot turn inward. That is why Europe cannot turn inward. America has no better partner than Europe. Now, now is the time to build new bridges across the globe as strong as the one that binds us across the Atlantic. Now is the time to join together through constant cooperation and strong institutions and shared sacrifice and a global commitment to progress to meet the challenges of the 21st century. It was this spirit that led airlift planes to appear in the sky above our heads and people to assemble where we stand today. And this is the moment when our nations and all nations must summon that spirit anew. This is the moment when we must defeat terror and dry up the well of extremism that supports it. This threat is real, and we cannot shrink from our responsibility to combat it. If we could create NATO to face down the Soviet Union, we can join in a new and global partnership to dismantle the networks that have struck in Madrid and Amman, in London and Bali, in Washington and New York. If we could win a battle of ideas against the communists, we can stand with the vast majority of Muslims who reject the extremism that leads to hate instead of hope.
I'll tell you one thing. He's no John McCain, thank God. Uh, 979 on your pool. And uh, let me ask you one thing about his speech, though. They're in Berlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does it have to do with sports? Oh, I'm sorry. What's it got to do with the Marlins? Huh? The Marlins. With the important stuff. Yeah, the fact that McCain has even got like 10% of the polls, that, that in itself is scary. But it's America, Zion America. 979 on your pool, 980. You got 21 minutes to get 20 more votes. You better push it big time, maybe. Come on, people, help us out. Maybe yeah, get happen. with it. remember that the Cold War born in this city was not a battle for land or treasure. Sixty years ago, the planes that flew over Berlin did not drop bombs. Instead, they delivered food and coal and candy to grateful children. And in that show of solidarity, those pilots won more than a military victory. They won hearts and minds, love and loyalty and trust not just from the people in this city, but from all those who heard the story of what they did here. Now the world will watch and remember what we do here, what we do with this moment. Will we extend our hand to the people in the forgotten quarters of this world who yearn for lives marked by dignity and opportunity, by security and justice? Will we lift the child in Bangladesh from poverty and shelter the refugee in Chad and banish the scourge of AIDS in our time? Will we stand for the human rights of the dissident in Burma, the blogger in Iran, or the voter in Zimbabwe? Will we give meaning to the words, never again in Darfur? Will we acknowledge Will we acknowledge that there is no more powerful example than the one each of our nations projects to the world? Will we reject torture and stand for the rule of law? Will we... Will we, will we welcome immigrants from different lands and shun discrimination against those who don't look like us or worship like we do and keep the promise of equality and opportunity for all of our people. People of Berlin, people of the world, this is our moment. This is our time. I know my country has not perfected itself. At times, we've struggled to keep the promise of liberty and equality for all of our people. We've made our share of mistakes. And there are times when our actions around the world have not lived up to our best intentions. But I also know how much I love America. I know that for more than two centuries, we have strived at great cost, 
and great sacrifice to form a more perfect union, to seek with other nations a more hopeful world. Our allegiance has never been to any particular tribe or kingdom. Indeed, every language is spoken in our country. Every culture has left its imprint on ours. Every point of view is expressed in our public squares. What has always united us, what has always driven our people, what drew my father to America's shores is a set of ideals that speak to aspirations shared by all people. That we can live free from fear and free from want. That we can speak our minds and assemble with whomever we choose and worship as we please. These are the aspirations that join the fates of all nations in this city. These aspirations are bigger than anything that drives us apart. It is because of these aspirations that the airlift began. It is because of these aspirations that all free people, everywhere became citizens of Berlin. It is in pursuit it is in pursuit of these aspirations that a new generation, our generation, must make our mark on the world. People of Berlin and people of the world, the scale of our challenge is great. The road ahead will be long. But I come before you to say that we are heirs to a struggle for freedom. We are a people of improbable hope, with an eye towards the future, with resolve in our heart. Let us remember this history and answer our destiny and remake the world once again. Thank you, Berlin. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. There's your next president, whether you know it or not. Oh, no, he's uh, this, he's that, his wife. Yeah, she's not ready for prime time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the talking points, you know. Is Michelle Obama ready? Yeah. Talking points from desperate people who've got a desperate candidate. An old, doddering fool. 989 on Chris's poll. You're 11 votes short, mister, and you got 11 minutes to go. We're going to do it. The challenge is yours right now. I never really thought it was going to be this uh, tense right down to the, right down to the ass wire. Did you? Oh, uh, yeah. Earlier in the hour, I thought we had it made in the shade. Then, of course, I played the Obama speech here, uh, a lot of it. And, oh, well, uh, we don't uh, know what that's all about. And I guess they all went away. Either that or they were so transfixed and glued, they certainly weren't going to take time out to go vote on some stupid poll on a survey. And our survey says we still got 989. I think Eric's got his foot on the brake, don't you? Probably. Bastard. Give us a break, Eric. Take your fat foot off the brake. I guess I can throw away this week's schedule, huh? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Why, why do you say, like, half-baked? Oh, because I'm only half-baked right now. Don't say it half-baked. Say it fully-baked. 9.92. Maybe half hour. 9.90 what? Two. 9.92. We need only eight more votes to get to 1,000, which would be, and now you understand why I put it on there, like at 2.05 yesterday. With this in mind, knowing that it's the dog days of the summertime, there's like about 50 people in town, and if we're going to get a 1,000 votes at any point, here's a chance. It's not even a poll. You don't have to have an opinion. It's just a survey. That's all it is. Even a moron could uh, cast a vote on this. 993. They're trickling in by the ones. WQAM, hello. Oh, 
WQAM, hello. I was at work listening to the stream, and I just got to listen to that speech live. That is why your show rules. How do you like that? The whisperer liked Obama's speech. Wow. Well, that's why I put it on. I mean, most of the people who are listening, they're out sitting glued in front of some TV screen somewhere. Right? 996. You think, you think that uh, 790 is going to put Barack Obama on the air making a speech in Berlin in front of a million people? You think they're going to put that on across the street with uh, Stu Gotts over there with his finger in the uh, socket? Of course not. What do we got, 996? 1,000. Get out of here. 1,002. Oh, we did it. How do you like that? You Thank you, faith. So kind. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What a speech, huh? Yeah. This guy is awesome, man. He's he is awesome. Yes. Yes, I like him so much. That's all I want to say, man. Okay. That's why you're pro the rules. I do. Bye. You're married. 1,002 vote on the uh, survey. Just a survey, just to see how smart or dumb or in between you are, you know. Of course, the fact that you graduated college doesn't make you smart. Right? Right. The fact you got a piece of paper that says you're smart doesn't mean you're smart. Right. My mom went to all a... kinds of college. She's an idiot. Are you picking on Mama? Mine? Yeah. yeah. Your Mama? What about Paco's Mama? She's getting her hair done today. Which is a good thing, because that means I can. I got my shoes on, my pantaloons and my shirt. I got my um, my card that opens up the gate in the parking garage in my pocket. So I can rush right down to my uh, beautiful Corvette and zip over to Woodbine, get on the uh, Gardner on a expressway. Aren't you excited for me? Aren't you Thrilled like, to death. Uh, huh? Kill a chicken. Thrilled to death. Kill a chicken for me so I can get a voodoo spell on it, man, so I can get me a good machine and win about uh, 20, 30 million a day. What do you think? All right. I'll send you a couple of shots. Not much. Once there was a senator who was caught indulging a habit. You fairy. Uberon, not much different like a typical neocon faggot. Hands off to Larry. We all thank you for giving writers something funny to do. Last a few days, but you refuse to go away. Republicans are primarily gay. Hands off to Larry with cheeks up high. We all invite you to inhale our fun. The neocon rides like to insert and go. I never have been gay. Gay, gay, gay. I never have been gay. Hands off to Larry. He wants to stay. But his own party 